0: we promised you a great
1: man.
2: So welcome everybody to Top Guy Theater on a very somber somber day. Um The date of this recording is January 22nd, and the uh, Tennessee Titans just did what Tennessee Titans do, and that's lock up the number one seed and promptly turn the ball over three times and give the game to the other team now what i'm referring to is the 2008 number one seed titans who started this year 10-0 finished 13-3 and promptly turned the ball over three times to the baltimore ravens and that's what they just did to the cincinnati bengals so uh another uh item of note on this day uh is something that happened back in
3: 1995.
2: Deal.
1: The referee has it for me that only one of Shawn Michaels' feet hit the floor. The winner of the Royal Football, the Hartford
3: Michael's the first man in and the last man
2: standing. At least somebody I like can get the job done. Uh, so... It is Royal Rumble season. We're covering Royal Rumble 2001 with Hornet's Beard Guy, who we love so much. And we're going to get into all the reasons why he's called Hornet's Beard Guy. <laughs> uh, and on that note, away we go. Well, hello there, everybody. How the hell are you all? Uh, Let's go around the room like we typically do. Starting with our guest, the man of the hour, the man with the power. uh, The Notorious HBG, brother. How are you? It's been too long since we talked.
4: You know what? I got to address something real quick. I I don't get to wear this very often, okay? (laughs) And I was on... Off with you all for twenty minutes and not a single one of you complimented me on this Efren inspired jacket. I was waiting um, to do
3: that until we started recording.
4: <laughs> What's going on? Happy to be here.
2: Uh we're we're uh we're looking forward. I haven't watched this show in a very long time. So I'm I'm so glad you picked it. You said it was one of your favorites. So it's
4: one of my favorites. It's uh definitely uh, uh the my favorite um rumble of the attitude era, if you will, kind of near the the end of that era, I was but say, I, uh, it
2: was winding it, down. It well was near the end,
4: but yeah, it, <laughs> I, you know, I mean it, it couldn't have – uh if there were any rumble to kind of end the era, I think this was my favorite. I mean, we got like the best um Arguably the best mania main event out of this one with uh, you know X Seven WrestleMania X Seven. Oh yeah,
2: yep, yep, yeah. that's right.
4: Um,
2: yeah. sc- scooching over to Michael, you said you had a comment uh, about the on this day segment. What is that? I,
0: I do actually have a comment. Would you like to know what I remember from January twenty second, nineteen
5: ninety five? Ninety five?
0: Because I wasn't born yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. What I was oh, there until it is July it was sure of that year.
5: God I, I wasn't born it. until July 30th, of right?
1: that
2: year. Wow. July 30th, right? Yep,
0: July 30th. Okay. Oh, cool.
2: Okay. I don't even see. I, I was supposed to go to Nashville to SummerSlam. I'm so disgusted with the Titans. If you put a gun to my head right now, I'd say fuck that. I ain't going. But uh Mr. Mr. James Coelho, I'm so glad to see you. How are you, bud?
5: Uh, I am I am fantastic. See, unlike the other people in here, I am not going to make fun of you because I also was rooting for the Titans because I am sick of hearing the Who Day people, but one more week of that crap well, at
2: least. Well, James, it's not going to go away because Joe Burrow's only in the second year and they're only going to get better. So if they made the AFC title game today, and uh, my honest prediction is Buffalo's going to beat Kansas City. So if Buffalo doesn't mm. shut them up,
5: Ooh. Um, and I, I don't know. I'm a big fan of Joe Burrow. This is not a. This is actually yeah. not even a Bengals shot. I don't actually have anything against the Bengals themselves. It's totally their fans.
2: Which, which is is shocking to me that they're so cocky after 31 years of never winning a playoff game. But that's like. I'm just happy to be there. Like, you know, when this is my thing, and I've said this before. When someone runs their mouth at me about Tennessee and then Tennessee comes out and clocks them in the face, yeah, I'm going to talk some shit afterwards, but you'll never hear me talk shit before. And you can go and look at my social media. You can go look at past shows. I didn't talk a lick of shit about the Bengals because I knew they were a good team, and they did. They came to Nashville, and they knocked us upside our heads. So on that note, Mr. Henry, how are you? I actually
3: want you to take notes of something, Frank. (laughs) Uh, Take a peek inside the box for just a second, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow, we're going to be doing another show, Survivor Series 1993, with our friend Dave McClay. January 23rd, 1994 fits in on this day in history, especially with the outcome of tonight's Titans-Bengals game. It was a good game. As a Buffalo fan that didn't want to go to Nashville because I figured they'd beat us, I'll be honest, on that aspect and that aspect alone, I'm happy that the Bengals are going on to the AFC title game. But it was on January the 23rd, 1994, Buffalo would punch its ticket to its fourth and final AFC title game against the Kansas City Chiefs. Somewhere, I think I remember seeing it in the Four Falls, of Buffalo documentary that ESPN did as part of their 30 for 30 series at the end of that game because absolutely nobody, wanted Buffalo to go back to the Super Bowl again for a fourth time. I, I remember in my head, I think it's Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas on the sideline and they're, at the, they're in front of the camera and they're coming close to winning the game. And they're like, we're back. I think that'd be <laughs> cool to do the intro for tomorrow's show, Frank, if you can find it somewhere.
2: um, I, I, will, I will look. Cause I, I don't know how many, how much more pandering I can. I mean, my first On This Day segment was the Music City Miracle, and I would have liked to have used I, seen one of those. I plays. was
3: prepared to to talk about how tonight was a different Music City Miracle. I chose not to after I found the uh, AFC title statistic because <laughs> I figured it oh, would good. go over better.
2: It's all good. Um, so on that note, I think we're going to get into this show, guys. We're going to go to Peacock, um, and it's going to be season – 14 episode one Royal Rumble 2001, and then the grilling of Hornet's Beard Guy will begin.
5: Um, so let right. me know when everyone is there. Whoa, who wait, wait. I thought we're starting at Triple Zero.
0: We are. I've got oh. lots of questions,
5: You're Hornet's Beard. I, I said a number, I was like confused, but uh Triple Zero. Is, right? Yeah, yeah right. I said, I said yeah, the yeah. grilling of I
2: said the grilling of Hornets Beard Guy would begin. Hey. Grilling HPG,
4: oh, yeah. not uh no. Jr. Grilling
0: for HB, HBG. This is going to be fun.
4: Cool. I'm, you know, I've been looking forward to this for a very long time. This has been something that um, Frankie and I have been talking about for like a long time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, a long time.
0: You <laughs> know, that's awesome. And I want to start off by right. saying, uh, you know, thank you for Super. saying that and, and thank you for um, <laughs> being a big fan of our show.
4: Well, thanks for having me. I, you know, love it. I'm just, uh, I wish all the best for TGT. I know I I mentioned earlier that, you know, the views, I mean, the episodes with uh, our good friend, um, Anthony Pyrus got a lot of, you know, it's getting a lot of traffic on YouTube and uh, I saw the watch back that, you know, Ethan Page uh, episodes. So you got, you all are doing big, big things, big things for TGT. I also look very much
3: forward to the day that Eric Bischoff comes back so I can refute him for calling me a liar
4: that well,
5: right, let's just keep yeah, that all right is
2: everybody there is everyone I'm, there? yeah well, I'm, I'm ready, ready to go now. i'm at right. zero
4: zero zero zero
2: yeah zero, I'm
5: ready i don't go. even have an ad this time i'm ready to go all right hvg you get to do the countdown
4: all right already in three two one play
2: and i did not go out looking for a another night in their life Who's that? Is
4: that you, James? No, that was me. I had it turned down. I had it oh, turned okay. up and turned it down.
0: Gosh, I love these. I love these opening video packages. Don't They're you so guys? They're so good. These old school ones, such. They're style. so good.
4: The storytelling, the like the drama and the like the voiceover. I mean, it's so good.
2: I, I still miss the WWF logo. I know we've been calling yes, it WWE. the logo. It'll be twenty years. Yeah, it's only twenty years in May. You'll, yeah,
4: you'll um. And That's you all will crazy. Notice, you all will notice if you have the captions on during this I show specifically. They're captioned as um, like whenever someone references WWF on screen, the captions are actually WWE on the like on the. Oh, on the I gotta screen see screen. that. I, Just see I noticed. Yeah. Actually, you know. I
0: didn't notice that. That's a neat. That yeah, goes. it, it <laughs> does <laughs> that with all
3: of the WWE shows because yeah. I'm. I don't think I'm going deaf, but I always watch stuff on TV with captions in case I miss something. It oh, yeah. helps me keep
0: up better.
5: <laughs> no, it's because you're going deaf. It's because you're getting old. And <laughs> I, frankly, I am not I, getting I'm old. not
3: getting old. I'm the youngest person here.
0: That's oh, not true. I'm the youngest person here. Okay. Yeah.
2: Before we get into all the segments, you guys talk amongst yourselves because, of course, guess what? I've sat down. I've started the show. We hit record. The dog's got to go outside. So, uh, nah. brb.
0: So um Hornet's beard guy sure. Frank's taking care of that I guess my first question was were you at this event live or was this <laughs> just a show No that you know add?
4: I've never I've never been to a uh, I've never been to a Royal Rumble event neither um, have so I Yeah it's just one of my uh it's just one of my favorite um Rumbles just you know the 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 um I mean at the bottom of the card you know opened up with that strong tag team match and then you had that Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. You know, the, like, Angle Triple H was on the, you know, for the, the like, WWF uh, Championship. I mean, and you Drew Carey's I mean? in the Rumble. I mean, who, who who wouldn't pick a Royal Rumble with, uh... yeah, I'm just kidding.
0: You know what? I, and I apologize. <laughs> you know, spoiler alert, won. Drew
4: Carey actually wins this Royal Rumble? <laughs> right. And a honky-tonk man gives a, uh, like, a special half-Rumble performance during this one. Midway through the uh, through the match.
3: So not only do we get Drew Carey, we get a hunk, hunka hunk, a hunk, of, hunky love.
0: And I want to apologize bad to, bad to the people man. listening to this on audio and watching on video. If you see me coughing, I'm getting over a cold. I'm going to try to mute myself as much real. as possible so it doesn't interfere with production. Um, but just I, wanted you to quick, know.
4: Um, I want to put something over real quick before we get too much into the, yeah, uh, absolutely. the match here. Is that cool?
0: Yeah. We, oh, we, yeah oh, we do Go do. Okay. Yeah.
4: Um, I just want to put over um wearing the t-shirt now. Uh, the Crown Club, uh, Charlotte. It's a brand new um, you know, for Charlotte area fans like myself, especially fans of the Charlotte Hornets. It's a it's a startup uh fan club uh for Charlotte Hornets fans by Charlotte Hornets fans, and um, I'm just proud to be a part of it. So I, you know, they didn't ask me to put them over. I just thought I would. Uh, they're established uh last year at the end of uh last season, so they're kind of new, um, and I will, um, yeah, just I just want to put them over. No, that's for all awesome. my Charlotte sports fans out there listening, I know there's not a whole lot of us, but who knows?
0: That's awesome. That's I, I awesome do want to ask,
3: dude. before we go any further, <laughs> you mentioned it as we started the show, and none of us actually said anything about it. In fact, before we started recording, I think we all unintentionally tried to no-sell it. That is a snappy-looking suit that you're wearing. I'd like you to tell me the story about how it came about.
4: It's just a – well, well, so um, it's not a full suit. I'm still looking for uh, the pants. The jacket is made by Clarky and Zach, uh, C-L-A-R-K-Y-Z-A-C, Clarky and Zach, at Clarkyandzach.com. They sell these at the team store, um, and I usually wear it for like if I'm on a podcast, if I'm like at a Christmas party or something, just something really fun and flashy to wear. Uh, I may wear it like to a season opener. I may wear it to like the season finale game and it gets a lot of uh, it gets a lot of attention. It's um, cool. You know, people like, hey, I like the jacket. It's really cool. Where'd you get it? Um, it's just it's just something fun to wear. It's not something <laughs> I wear a lot, but it's, it's really fun. I'm trying to find the, the suit pants, so um, I'll have to reach out to Carky <laughs> and Zach and see if they uh, they make the pants. I like to get the full the full suit.
0: No, I gotta ask this: Did you wear that suit jacket to your master's degree ceremony? Because I think that would have been sweet.
4: I, you know what, I did not, and I, I should have. But you know what? Um, as I mentioned earlier, I am going for my doctorate, so I think uh, we'll see. If I well, can if make you, it that far, I'll, uh, I'll definitely put this on.
5: If you graduate in the well, summer, you can get the summer version. I'm sure we can. Uh, well, we can you hook go. you up with. Yeah, we can I'll, hook I'll, you I'll, up I'll, I'll, with I'll, I'll, the I'll, I'll, dude who makes. Off who makes all the everybody else's apparently, like, summer yeah, suits. Yeah, uh, I'll cut, I'll cut the
4: sleeves off and, uh,
2: and like a summer suit. Um, Henry, you want to jump in to map it? Sure! Map it! Uh, Alright, let's do this. Alright, HBG, we're going to let Henry map it, and again, the grilling will continue. Yes, sir. And my- Yo ho ho!
1: Hey!
2: Blow me down!
1: Na-na-na-na-na-na. 1-3-3-2-1-S-T-Hawk, t hawk This is now called A-S-T-Hawk, Roger, over. Love it. We had it
2: off halfway through.
5: Who did that? Oh. Was yeah. it
2: being a on your side? What happened? Yeah. No. It was alright, it was all slow on my side, so it must have been my internet. So just again, you- I'm gonna have to do some fucking editing. So uh here we go. Well
3: Yo ho ho Hey Blow me
1: down
4: Na 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 three three two three Kitty hawk, U S S Kitty hawk, this is now call
1: stay Roger over.
3: Something I'm eventually going to have to work on if I want to do it the way I'm about to do it right now. I'm going to have to either get a real pointer or a camera that zooms in on the map. So kind of bear with me for a second because I'm going to do something I've never done before. Before I start talking about Royal Rumble 2001, which took place from what is now called the Smoothie King Center in New Orleans, Louisiana, I want to go north, up here, to New York City. Two weeks before this pay-per-view, ECW would run its very last pay-per-view, Guilty as charged 2001 from the Hammerstein Ballroom, which I found out on my most recent trip to New York, is actually across the street from Madison Square Garden. I can't say that I knew that before last November. And I think that's a bit of an interesting tidbit. ECW would wrap up its storylines in that pay-per-view because they knew inevitably that they were ultimately going to go out of business, folding for good in April of 2001. The next week, January the 14th, we move cross-country to the Conseco Fieldhouse in Indianapolis, Indiana for WCW's first and only SIN pay-per-view, which is best remembered for the main event where Sid gruesomely breaks his leg in the middle of the match. There's probably a whole bunch of other stuff on that card that happened. I don't remember that because I only remember Sid breaking his leg. WCW, like ECW, would go out of business about two months later, its final pay per view would be in Jacksonville on March the 18th, and the company would go out of business for good. Well, the company still technically existed till 2017 as a division of Turner Broadcasting, but WCW as a brand effectively died in March of 2001, which moves us south to New Orleans, Louisiana. This is actually the very first WWF pay per view event in the city of New Orleans. I was a bit surprised to learn that in my research. The arena itself is the primary home of the New Orleans Pelicans, I think they are now. They began yeah. life in 2002 as the New Orleans Hornets. Yep. When the ownership group from Charlotte relocated that team to New Orleans. And then I think, what was it, like five or six years ago? You, can, Our guest, can probably speak a little bit better this than I can. A new team was formed in Charlotte, but it took all of the pre-2002 history with the titles, the championships, et cetera, and the, the team named Hornets and moved it back to Charlotte, while well, the team that existed prior to 2002 would become the New Orleans Pelicans. I don't know why I unfolded that and did it again. I'm not moving anywhere else on the map.
4: And another uh, – I just want to jump in here. Um... Go ahead. Actually, uh, before the Jazz were in Utah, they were previously in New Orleans as the New Orleans Jazz. Really? I, yep. I didn't know that. They were the New Orleans Jazz. Uh, they wanted... And then, like, the between the time the, the Hornets moved, the, the Jazz moved to... Um, or, the yeah, like they rebranded. The New Orleans Jazz rebranded and became the Utah Jazz, but they just um, never changed the name. I got curious as to what the heck jazz music had to do with Utah. And in my research, I found, oh, okay, well, jazz music, New Orleans, that makes sense. So,
3: I I started by talking about the uh, WCW and ECW offerings from the month of January for a reason. Uh, The city of New Orleans, since WWE held its first pay-per-view here that we're watching tonight, has actually held several events, including... Two WrestleManias, WrestleMania 30 and WrestleMania 34. Both of those were actually held in the Superdome, which is the home of the NFL's New Orleans Saints. Um the city itself is also clearly
2: know how to win fucking Super Bowls. Go on.
3: No, they don't. They really, really at least they don't know how to get back to them anymore.
2: They won one.
3: WCW and ECW also hosted two major shows in this city. November to Remember 1998 was held in this same city on November the 1st, 1998. Um, i trying to remember what the heck that pay-per-view was notable for. I didn't actually write that down. And WCW held two major events that I was able to find in this city. Clash of the Champions 6, which was held in the Superdome, which featured a two out of three falls main event match between Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat for the NWA World's Heavyweight title when oh, it was still the big gold belt.
5: And so then good. Halloween
3: Havoc 1993, which I, I personally think is best remembered for that opening intro with Tony Schiavone, where he talks about how he's put his wife in the oven while she's baking cookies. Yes, that's it. She's baking cookies. <laughs> Those two events were the only WCW events that I could, major events anyway, that I could find within the city of New Orleans. The ECW pay-per-view was amazing because I didn't think they ever held any events that big down south. Um, And this, like I alluded to in the beginning, is the last of the, for the month of January, this is the last of the offerings from the three big promotions. WCW held its pay-per-view the week before this. ECW began the month in January from New York City. And honestly, while I personally think, though I've never seen it, Guilty as Charged is probably the best offering of all three. Solely because ECW is going out of business, and they neatly wrap up everything with that thought in mind. Royal Rumble 2001 was actually a really good pay per view too, and I think the matches that we've selected tonight that we're going to cover sort of espouse that. And Frank, this is a point where I'm going to hand it back off to you.
2: Uh, I think we're going to take a uh, we're going to take a cash course right now, Ooh. right? All right, so absolutely, uh, fr- fresh up. Yeah, my the... taking notes here. <laughs> the the backstretch
5: point uh, is, is really here. where the money is right there.
2: All right, so uh here we go. Nice nice new intro I haven't even seen. I haven't even
3: Why are we still looking at
1: me
0: hold on now okay before i get into my notes that i have here for the cash course i gotta say quo did you put that together
5: yeah in like three minutes so it needs that more was, time
0: no that was sweet like even if we just leave it like that i love that, that oh, you can have music i didn't even put music and, in it but thank you for doing <laughs> it's neat it's i think it's cool thank you so much it sure means a lot so this is going to be oh our thing. first of what will hopefully be many cash courses over the next season of Top Guy Theater because I like to think of myself when it comes to the monetary concepts of these events. I'm something of a cheap or chief programming authority. And there's a little wink and a nod there for those of you that realize it's called CPA. And so that's what I do when I'm not talking wrestling. I'm a certified public accountant. But tonight I just want to go over some numbers from Royal Rumble 2000 and <laughs> In 2001, if I can get through it without coughing. So to start, let's look at the attendance. In New Orleans, where Henry mapped out our event for us, we had a total attendance of 16,056 people. Of that, <coughs> about 83% were paid for 13,481. The gate was six six hundred sixty $666,700. Merchandise was 93253 And a buy rate was six 6- six hundred 625000 Now, numbers by themselves don't mean a lot unless you have something to compare them to. So what I wanted to do was a little bit of an analytical review where we looked at the numbers from Royal Rumble 2001 and compared them to the previous year of Royal Rumble 2000, which had total attendance of just under 20,000 with about 86% paid. The gate was over a million
5: dollars. Take take a water sip. Take a water sip. There you go. There it is. Water Sorry, break but... everybody, water break.
0: <laughs> Sorry about that. Don't because. die this money, Mike. So, the total attendance was over was the 20,000 like I said for the year 2000. The paid attendance was a gate of over a million with a million 142,000. Merchandise there was also up at 157,000, and the buy rate was 590,000. So, what we saw was in terms of paid attendance, there was a decrease of 3,148 fans for an 18 to 19% decrease in attendance. The overall gate decreased about 41%, with 475,000. And then merchandise decreased by 64,122. But the key driver here when you talk about product popularity is the buy rate actually increased by about 35,000 buys or 6%. And one of the things I'd like everybody to consider when you look at this is that the buy rate increased. And another thing to consider in terms of the gates was the previous year's event was held in New York City where ticket prices might have been a little bit higher, and I know they charge more for merchandise there. So, again, those are just the factors that I like to look at. It's kind of what's driving the numbers that we're reviewing. One thing I did want to mention, just because I like to look into the future a little bit, well, I guess now it's the past because it occurred in 2009, but it's the future from this event. So, WWE held the Extreme Rules pay-per-view in 2009 from this same arena. That's the next pay-per-view that will be held in this arena after Royal Rumble 2001. The buy rate for that show was only 213,000 buys. So from 2001 to 2009, we saw a decrease of 412,000 buys. Just to me, that's interesting when you look at how the product really evolved over the eight years. And then that's a decrease of 65.9%. So two thirds of your audience is no longer buying pay per views. Just again, Interesting numbers, and this was your first cash course.
3: Uh, One thing I'd like to add to that money, Mike. (laughs) This is actually the first, the Extreme Rules 2009 pay-per-view would be only the second WWF or WWE offering for a pay-per-view within the city of New Orleans. I left that out of mind because I felt it more important to focus on WrestleMania because those are the ones that people remember. But Extreme Rules 2009 would be only the second ever pay-per-view by WWE within the city of New Orleans.
0: Um, let's just. So get, I We're going to the first cash course, and hopefully next time I won't need a lozenge halfway through. I apologize for that.
2: My 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 only suggestion, and we're yeah, not, I'm not going to cut this out is, is don't 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 put the piece of paper over your face. Yep, I saw yourself. that. I caught myself trying <laughs> to, try to move it.
0: <laughs> I'm still mad If needs be, be, money, Mike. We can we can
3: invest in a teleprompter for you. I'm good.
2: If I'm so, really
0: smart, I'll just have it memorized and have it off to the side. Sorry about that.
2: There's uh wow. that was a, there's uh that was an incredible tag team match. Uh we talked over it completely. Um but that is classic Dudley's classic Edge and
0: Christian. Guys, we want to move over to 4505 on the Peacock. 4505. So but while we're moving, Frank, you're saying in the battle between me versus the paper, the paper was winning and I did the job.
2: You, you did the J-O-B to the paper, that's for sure.
0: <laughs> I'll get better, I promise. Thank you for no, letting on, me have a that, set. You that's, know, five.
3: Be, because I went long and because Money Mike did that flawlessly, I thought, minus oh, the paper,
1: <laughs> Yeah, I,
3: I realized that we actually see Drew Carey before this point in the pay-per-view, but I picked this one because this is the portion of our pay-per-view where Carey is in the room with both. Vince McMahon and his girl concubine, girl Friday. I don't know what exactly you want to call it. Trish Stratus. Which I thought was better than Stephanie and Triple H sharing a room with Drew Carey. You know is, what? Uh, you know is what? It, though? Is everybody What's there?
5: Funny is we cut it off. It. Hold on. What's we that? cut it off. And uh, I don't know if anybody really saw it. But um, is the visual of Triple H there standing next to Steph. And how small Triple H looks like, as yeah. compared to how ridiculously oversized he is now. But no steroids, boys and girls. He wasn't no on G. G yeah,
4: yeah, no steroids. No drinking. You know every, is
5: is there
2: everybody there 4505? Yeah. yeah. All right. In three, two, one, play. And we're not going to track it, so everyone put your captions on. But this is pretty much Drew Carey's intro into the show, besides that one little piece we saw earlier. Um...
0: You know what scares APG, me are is are I you, have that are, sweater. That Drew Carey sweater. I, think I have that somewhere. <laughs> I was about
2: to, I was I I thought you were going to talk about the um I thought you were about to say you have that jacket thing that Trish is wearing. All uh, right. Do you actually oh, okay. have that money, Mike? You know, my
0: mom actually and this is the honest to God's strip she used to have a nightgown in that color when I was little. Well,
3: well that's our show. We're not going you know, to talk
0: well, that. Uh, good
4: night, everybody. folks. <laughs> Follow me on Man. Twitter at.
0: no, I'm just
5: kidding. <laughs> Did not um, think we were going you, there. Yeah. Were, you,
4: were you a fan gotta, of Drew um, at the time? I gotta. While we're on the subject of Drew Carey, money Mike, and going back to those merchandise numbers. Um, yeah, You ever break down um, how much of that? How much of that number was uh, Drew Carey merch? Did he have? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I don't think he sold. I don't think Is he there sold a Drew anything. Carey, like background? royal rumble t
4: gotta... shirts. Is what I'm, I'm going to
0: ask the question. How over was Drew Carey in 2001? Because I was six years old, and unless it was Steve from Blue's Clues, I didn't really care he about it. He was over
4: like Rover, baby. Can, can this I was so uh,
5: Family hot? Feud still, right? That he was. This is uh, Family no. Feud, Drew Carey? At, at this Wait.
4: point, he still
3: had the Drew Carey show. And oh, Luke that's right. Is it anyway. Wait, I was going to say, did Drew Carey ever
4: host Family Feud?
5: Yes, he did. Well, I, I never knew that. That's win. awesome. Seriously?
0: Yeah, okay. did he?
4: Because I'm yeah. thinking Louis Anderson rest in peace
0: richard, richard karn. karn i know richard Carn hosted um, a set and then they got steve, steve harvey
3: the guy from hogan's huh. heroes i don't remember drew carey as a host of the, the neither do here. i i remember him replacing bob barker and on the drew right yeah. now versus drew carey even oh here at i'm the Royal thinking the Rumble. price is
5: right i'm, I'm See, yeah
4: the price world. is right yeah he uh he's yeah he's the host of that show
0: yeah he's currently the host of that show
4: yeah yeah he's uh yeah still the host so Even in today's, uh, even in, you know, 21 years later, Drew Carey's still still relevant, so good good for him.
0: I probably know him better right. than um, the host of the braces right? All
4: right, probably. You
0: stop
2: telling us you're young, you motherfucker. His, who, his um, whose
4: line stuff was good, I'm not going to lie. I loved him as the host oh, of Oh, my God, I love, yeah, no, know whose line. Yeah, that's so good. Ryan Stiles called right, so Mockery, what, I mean, come on.
2: We're going we're gonna to push forward, guys, to one hour, nine minutes, 18 seconds for the WWE Championship match, or at this time the WWF Championship match, which is between Kurt Angle and Triple H. Uh, Kurt with Tristratus and Triple H with Stephanie McMahon-Helmsley. This is a doozy of a match. And um, just let me know when you're ready. 11, <clears throat> Again, one 9 18
5: 109. I'm oh, ready. 109. Okay. Hold I on, am hold ready, now.
4: O Commandant.
5: Tech 10 seconds that I can get there. Right now, I'm watching a nice ad for soccer. I'm at
4: 109.17.18. There we go. Okay.
3: I'm a little surprised that one, you don't pay the $10 for the no ads, and two, that they're not running an ad for tomorrow night's divisional round contest that they're hosting between the Detroit Lions and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, excuse me. Matt Stafford doesn't play for the Lions anymore. The Los Angeles Rams and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
2: Oh, my God. i got to be honest with you guys. I don't even think I'm going to watch football the rest of this world. But I'm so just, just – just. Thank disgusted. you, Frank.
5: Thank you. I'm ready whenever you are.
2: All right. On that note, and championship match time. Three, two, one. Play. Play. All now, right. So, Go ahead. R- real quick. I want to I grow HPG for a second. So talk yep. to me. You are part of ad-free shows. And yes. are you in the are you in the my push tier?
4: Uh, actually, I'm currently in the Slapnut tier.
2: Okay, okay, but I'm working. What, I'm
4: working. Pardon what?
2: I was gonna say, what's stopping you from becoming a top guy?
4: Uh, fine. Currently, finances.
2: Of course, I yeah. got you. Honestly. Currently, I mean, you do.
4: <laughs> I mean, what? Um, it's,
2: it's 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 a it's a large commitment.
4: I I get it. I was gonna I say, what it. they but, tell you about uh. What they tell you about grad school is you know how beneficial it is to you, but then you got to look at the the student loan, the the, the student loan oh, debt, and the you know, yeah. that's oh
0: true we've what all got it. I'm I'm good friends yep. with a- Advantage. They're my loan servicer. They're a they're so, a good friend.
4: Um, but I'll tell you what got me um right. to kind of work my way back up to that tier is that cool watch along we got to do with Ric Flair on Thursday for the Royal Rumble 1992. I had to jump on that, so
0: that was awesome. When you really think yeah. about it, I mean, where yeah. else can you say you watched a match with Ric Flair? And I, I think yeah. that we had—I I, love numbers. I think we had like two hundred and thirty-three yeah, people not, on that thing.
4: Yeah, I'm definitely not uh, done with you know top guy status. I just got a, I got a budget, so that's it. That's oh, it, really. Yeah, I, I, you know, but I'm you, not, honestly
2: I'm busting on you
4: because uh, quite quite uh, quite frankly,
2: I, we I don't care. I'll, t- I'll tell you what though, I'm even so, um, so lucky, even at the right?
4: enhancement talent level, at the nine dollar level, you still get like a ton of content. I mean, you obviously don't get the the zooms and the watch-alongs, but I mean, where else for nine dollars a month are you going to get all the you know all the extra stuff you get?
0: There's been a few times that they've had zooms open to everybody yeah. actually recently. Some yep, of yep, the yep. like the game events with effort. I mean, yep. I think and, um, opinion-
4: la- uh, <laughs> last night the uh, the SmackDown uh, watch along. I was... That was
0: fun. I want to, if you don't mind, I want to take a second and shout out Lauren Yaffe for actually coordinating Yaffe. and organizing that. She did a fantastic job, like she does with everything else for ad free shows. Really, the whole ad free team, ad free shows team, is exceptional. But yeah. I just wanted to mention that. And I think we got some really good response from some of the slap nuts on there that they enjoyed getting that experience. And I think that's the great thing about ad free shows oh. is just how it brings people together. Oh, I, I mean, like I told you of... before, HBG, I was really Looking upgrading. forward to upgrading night for I the did. First time to talk to you. I'm gonna put
4: ad free over real quick, but like I upgraded yeah, and got um these two cool eight by tens. Oh nice. For upgrading, okay, awesome. like they had a special like upgrade from the whatever by this time and we'll get you a couple eight by tens. So
0: I think that was the Shivani special, if I remember correctly.
4: I could have been.
3: I think it's worthwhile to point out while well, well, while he's putting those back. As we look at our competitors in the ring, it seems very, very, very unusual to see Kurt Angle with a full head of hair. Yeah. Right. It, it really does. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know what I mean? That's really why he uh,
4: made the conscious decision to, like, shave it, because you could see even here his hairline's looking pretty rough. You know, I think he was going bald early, like kind of like me. He didn't get that lifetime guarantee uh, up top.
0: Oh, don't <laughs> worry. Man. I got a, I got a receding hairline too. Take a look at that. Yeah, you
4: don't want to see I... me draw my hair out. It's it's yeah.
0: Even even you trips. You look like with...
4: Hulk Hogan. There you go. Well, no, I. <laughs> actually, maybe I don't know. You get a tight tight shot of that. Well, we got gotcha. you. We got gotcha. you. I see what's happening <laughs> back here.
5: So I don't know, You got even trips with all the hair. It's like it's yeah. So it's, that's
0: weird too, isn't it? It took me forever to get used to. Like I think it was ten years ago. Actually, two thousand twelve. <laughs> When he shaved his hat, or not shaved, but did that cut and went from what 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 we're seeing now to the haircut that he's had for the past ten years, where it's shorter, it took me forever to get used to seeing him like that. Yeah, which just so
5: unusual. This was so,
0: so, who cool.
3: do you guys think is going to win this year's Royal Rumble?
5: I thought you were going to say who's going to win this match. Uh,
0: this
5: Let's go around I'm,
0: the room. Start with Hornet's Beard Guy. I'm going to go. I'm going to go uh,
4: Johnny Knoxville. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be serious? Yeah. I'm well, let's see here. Will
0: I'm, you stop? I'm going to go.
4: Jeez, I don't even know. You know what? If he's in it, I'd like to see Braun Breaker win.
0: Somebody said that on the, on the Zoom last night. And that would be really interesting. In it. I don't know.
4: I, I, that's my guess. I like That'd be an interesting match. I like what they're doing with him over at uh, 2.0.
0: Yeah, Braun might be about the only thing they're getting one of the only things they're getting right there. I I like the old NXT better, but what they're doing with Braun Breaker is fantastic. So that's my
4: pick. Henry, how about you? There
3: is a small part of me that would like to see David Arquette come back for the Royal Rumble, come in at number one and just clean house en route to beating Brock Lesnar for the WWE title. Since I know full well that's never gonna happen. (laughs) I... I feel like personally, if they if they get depleted down in numbers enough that Lesnar or Reigns have to be in the Rumble, I feel like instead of it being for a shot at the title at WrestleMania, that that title should have to be on the line. Yeah. If, if you're going to put your champion in the match, if your champion wins the Rumble, it's not like he's going to wrestle himself at WrestleMania for the title.
0: Interesting fact on that, Henry, if you don't mind me jumping in just for one second. Reigns actually defended his title in the Rumble match five years ago and lost it to one of the men we're seeing on the screen here, Triple H. And ironically, that WrestleMania where that Rumble took place, the WrestleMania that year was held in Dallas, Texas.
2: 32.
3: Yeah. I, I would probably, honestly, I haven't watched a core WWE product in a long time. I'd like to see Big E enter the Rumble, and I'd like to see him win it to get his WWE title back from Brock Lesnar.
0: I kind of like that. He was my pick months ago. Like I think actually at WrestleMania 37, I said, I think we're going to see Big E win the Rumble and get hit. Because he needs the big WrestleMania moment to me.
2: Mm. James, how about you? What do you think?
5: So, uh, would you like to know the money line? Not to steal a gimmick. Go ahead. The money line right now is Big E plus three fifty to win the Royal Rumble. He is the favorite. Ooh, with a close with a close second being Brock Lesnar at plus four hundred. Drew McIntyre with plus seven fifty, and then it starts to go over a thousand, and it's anyone's bet. Uh, Interesting though, uh, of all the crazy bets because they throw people out there, such as Bray Wyatt at plus four thousand, which. (laughs) Obviously won't happen. Um, How crazy would that be? A crazy. Well, why, if you put money why on, why
2: obviously. Why obviously won't happen.
5: What? Well, but if you put money on Johnny Knoxville anyone, uh you if you put a dollar, you'd win ten thousand dollars. Well, there you go. So he's plus well, ten thousand. Um, and then in well, the craziest well, one, of course, Vince McMahon at plenty plus twenty-five thousand. <laughs> oh my god. What about wait, hang on a second? You said obviously on Bray Wyatt. What do you what's the obviously there? he doesn't work for the WWE. That would be a key factor in this, huh? He could come back. I know this.
2: Uh, I mean, he's up true. to something crazy. Have you seen his like Wyndham
5: things he's been doing? Yes,
2: uh,
5: it creepy as
3: fuck. I'll take Earl Hebner at two hundred thousand to one to win the Royal Rumble. He's not well, coming.
5: He's not coming back to the WWE at this point. But um, short answer to to answer the original question, uh, my pick is still. That Lesnar's going to win the Rumble because uh, he is going to drop the title to Lashley and then enter the Rumble or win the match. doesn't even matter. But either way, he's going to enter the Rumble so he can fight Reigns at WrestleMania.
3: Because if I remember right, that was the match we were supposed to get at day one, and then like hours before they were supposed to go to the bell, and it it turned out that Reigns had COVID, so they made a fatal four-way, a fatal five-way for the WWE
0: title.
5: Correct. So I was actually
0: in... flying to Vegas. That to... Oh, oh, go ahead. Go ahead.
4: I was going like, to say like drop a title. That's going to me, that fatal five way. If, if you're, if, if I understand, I mean, I just, I'm still not understanding how Brock Lesnar coming in as a non-champion gets to enter, you know, as like fifth when that had been reserved for, you know,
0: I think was, they needed a I, spot like, for Brock yeah. on the card.
4: I think yeah, what they, it was. They, they, yeah.
3: And somebody stop me if I'm wrong. If you go back and watch older wrestling, typically in a match where the challenger is going to go over on the on, on the defending champion, it is typically that person, if there's more than two people in the match, entering last. It's not the champion that comes out last. It's whoever it is that's going to go over, which was what happened with that fatal five-way. Now, obviously, there are some exceptions to that rule. Like in a two-man scenario, typically – your champion will still come out last, I think, to preserve that illusion that in every match the champion is going to go over on the challenger. But I personally it bothered me more that they put him in that match because when they did, it was obvious the big E was gonna yeah. lose. Yeah. And it troubles me a little bit that whenever Vince McMahon decides to give a quote unquote push to a star like Kofi Kingston or Big E, or Bobby Lashley, or even some of the other smaller talent, like The Miz, for example. It seems like those reigns never last very long. I think the longest championship reign in WWE history right now is the over 500 days that Roman's been champion. But had they had that match at day one, I'm pretty sure Roman would have lost and Brock would have gone over. That I'm okay with to a point, because... Roman's been champion for more than a year He deserves to put the goal. Somebody deserves to beat him at this point point. And Brock they're trying to position To be that all white meat baby face It makes sense Throwing him into a match with four other people And saying here you go you're going to be the champion now Is kind of just a slap in the face to me
4: Yeah And I'm, I've just well, been tired look, of r- seeing remember, remember what
2: they did to real, real quick I'm sorry for you Remember what they did to Kofi yeah, the Kofi five seconds at the, the Staples
0: Center, right? It was literally one move. Brock picked him up, F5'd him, and he was done.
4: Yeah, yeah. I remember that.
0: And he's never challenged well, for the title since. Talk about
4: genuine heat, too. I mean, that Bullshit. was heat for Brock.
0: Now, And they took the title off of Kofi. Kofi. Oh, go ahead. That was heat. Speaking brother.
2: speaking of heat is Stephanie McMahon. Does she not have heat back at, back at this? Uh, and I I'd certainly love her heaters, if you know what I mean. Um. Anyway, sorry, I'm just being a perv now. Uh, Can I try? So in let comments? Up.
0: yeah on the rumble in. Chi- and... chime, okay. chime it in,
2: bud. Chime it
0: in. So first, first thing, because I want to focus actually on the Lesnar thing for a second. I apologize for cutting off Irving Hornet's <laughs> beard guy, but um, so I was on a because I was flying out to see my father, so I didn't know. The match (laughs) had COVID, so I literally was on the runway in Vegas when we landed, and I opened Twitter because that's the first thing I do when I land. I always like to check my messages, check Twitter, and I'm like, Brock Lesnar," and it said WWE champion. I'm like, "What?" And then I looked, and I'm like, "Oh, that's crazy." But you know what was almost sad? It didn't surprise me because it almost seems like Brock Lesnar. I'd like to know if you guys think this would be a good. Um, explanation for Brock, and I didn't even think about it till I'm talking to you now, but is Brock Lesnar WWE's reset button? Because you can always put the belt on him, and whoever he drops it to, it seems like that's the person they go with for a while. Think about it. Roman Reigns was the first one. Then, when he had to relinquish it, they gave it back to Brock, who dropped it to Seth, who then there was the Bray Wyatt stuff, and but then Brock got it back to drop it to McIntyre. So it's just interesting does the WWE overly rely on Brock Lesnar?
4: Hmm. I, that's a good that's a good point. I mean, you know and that and that actually can go back to when he ended the streak of um, the Undertaker, right? I mean, you think about it, Countless interviews, like who would have, the Undertaker like to end the streak and why Brock Lesnar was the right guy to do it. I mean, they just kind of—I don't know. Like it seems to me like they use Brock Lesnar as like the like the it like that it guy, like that position you here and then like put this guy over, have this guy put you over. We'll like figure it out along the along the way, kind of kind of thing. But I hadn't thought about using him as that reset button until you mentioned it. That's a good. That's a good point. I and like I'd it. like
0: to point out too that um that streak broke in New Orleans as we're watching the rumble from New Orleans yeah. it was at WrestleMania 30. So just a nice, I wonder I kinda wonder kinda now,
4: major. like with all the, the um you know, the map it, uh, trivia from earlier like about New Orleans in this arena. I'm kinda wondering if this pay per view was that like one to just start the like get the ball rolling on all the other events to come through. I think it was the New inaugural Orleans. one, yeah. I yeah, think this it was really a... was. Huh. When you
5: two think WrestleMania being eight? held in there pretty quickly. Is yeah, good.
4: This event, watching it back kid. every time is just so good. And another thing, what I like about, even though, like, it's, I mean, we obviously know, like, who's going to win or whatever, but in this era of, like, pay per view, WWE, I think the, the dirt sheets, like, the internet was still very, like, new. So there was still that element of surprise. I mean, with, you know, like, who's going to win or who's going to do what. It's just kind of like a lost. Like he lost art almost. That you really, it's hard to be surprised watching, you know, wrestling, the wrestling product these days, at least for me, in my opinion.
0: I agree. Can I circle, back, very, frankly, Can I circle back to something Hornets Beard guys hadn't discussed with him for a second? Because we talked earlier about the yep. streak ending. And to me, that was the last big surprise yes. in wrestling. Would you agree that was the last? Yes. Time truly absolutely.
4: I would. Something I, I definitely would. For sure. Yep.
2: No, I, agree. I completely yes. agree with that. What, what but, were I mean, I, that?
4: I thought, like, I for sure, I for real thought that, like, the count with the referee like, botched the finish. I mean, yeah. Like, the announcer, you know, Cole it was, was dead quiet. Like, Michael Cole had to pause for a minute. Like, you had the, I mean, the, the, the wide eye, like, you know, that big, like, gift or that meme that we now know yes, is yes, infamous sure. from that event. I mean, yeah, I, I agree definitely, 100% that that was the last. Like, big surprise from that event.
0: Yeah, because the way he said so, it, the streak, you thought he was going to say continue. Yeah. The streak is but, over. And then I remember it's dead quiet, and they flashed a graphic. They, on the
4: but screen. I'm saying, like, they had the graphic ready to go. I'm, I've always wondered this, like, from past WrestleManias. Do they always, had they always had, like, the, the one in the lost column and the zero in the lost column just in case? Or did they, like, I mean, they clearly, like, Vince walked in and, and knew, and, like, he had explained the finish. I just wonder, like... Who all was, I don't know if it's been talked about like on a previous podcast, but who all besides The Undertaker and Vince and Brock like knew about the finish?
0: Paul talked about it on Jericho's podcast years ago, I think. And it was like right after it happened. And he said that Brock, Undertaker, and Vince knew, and maybe Paul knew. But I think Paul knew late. I don't even think the ref knew because the refs are just trained, I believe, just count what you see. Like if the shoulders are down, you count okay. it and we'll work it out I know, from there. I know, I know they kept off, that one from, under the, under event, the but I was just
4: kind of curious while well, we're on the subject of using Brock as a reset button. Yeah, please. Yeah, no, I was just, I was, you know, I know we're, I was just, oh throwing, my I was just like curious. Cat bite
2: Cat bite. Yeah, uh,
4: yep. Yeah. Here we go.
0: And you know I mean, what's funny? You look at segments like this and you'd never see it in 2022. Not that I'm saying whether that's right or wrong. I think yeah, it's... Well, really, um, I think we didn't it, talk about it. the um,
4: the women's uh, rumble. Do we have any predictions for the oh, women's I do, rumble match? I
0: do, I, I do. There's only one person that's going to win it, and she is the reigning, defending WWE women's champion, My. Miss Charlotte Flair, and it's going to be Woo! wonderful.
3: We have a standing <laughs> rule, Money Mike, that you're not allowed to book.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, maybe we should change my segment from Cash Course to Rule Breakers. Well,
2: there it is. <laughs> no, oh, no, I like
4: boy. that. Yeah, I like Charlotte as the uh, I like, I uh, like that big.
0: Oh, I, lo- I love Charlotte, she is my queen. Hang on a second. You it guys seems like the
4: uh, the women's rumble is stacked with um, legends this year too. They're just kind of like throwing a lot of like past um, divas into this year's... What are your uh, thoughts on
0: that? Hornet's beard guy, yeah, do you like, like it, it I, or do you I think
4: pop, it... I pop for? Yeah, I, I pop for those um, you know two thousand era divas. I mean Michelle McCool, <laughs> you know like Kelly Kelly. I mean I think the two thousand, early to mid two thousands really produced a lot of great um, women talents and that division i think was stacked i just think they could have maybe like booked it a lot better i mean you had silly like brawn panties and like jello pudding pool matches or whatever i mean i think they could have booked it a little better but oh absolutely
0: especially I mean, now it's leaps and bounds ahead of that and it's yeah. so great to see and the women I, finally and, and i think um
4: I, and i i really like that uh tory wilson or Going back to Kelly, Kelly could still compete in today's like women's division if they wanted to. I mean, they they, they look they look great.
0: Oh, absolutely! I think the coolest thing is that the Knockouts champion Mickey James is yep. in the Rumble. What are your thoughts on kind of allowing the yeah I, uh, between well, promotions? So I, I watched, like it.
4: I watched Hard to Kill, um, and I was surprised that given the uh, the way Mickey James was exited from the company, I was really surprised to see her like name drop. Um, the rumble on that event, and then you know to have her come back. I mean, it's just like a. I guess um, in this, I mean, the, the cliches and never say never, but yeah. you know, if someone were to fire me from a company and like send me all my belongings in a trash bag, I I think I'd, it'd take a you know a lot for me to go back to that to that company. Um, and I guess business is business, but uh, good for her. I you know, I, actually I'm, um. Actually, hey, hold on a second. Um HPG,
2: HPG real, real quick. You, do you know what motivated her to go back?
4: Yeah. Right. That's, that's um, one of those right there. Go uh, ahead. actually, um speaking going to uh back to top my status as a top guy, my first um top guy uh Zoom event was a Mickey James um Oh, I remember the Mickey that. Mickey James Zoom. Yeah. I
0: I loved talking to her. She was so yeah, professional, cool. so courteous. That's the one thing I have to say about ad-free shows. It's nice, And it's not, not a shill, folks. It's the truth. I was
4: able to, um, you know, I keep putting them over um, Russell Cade, but at, they were, uh, her and uh, Nick Aldis were at that event. And they're just super, like, down to earth, really cool to talk to. I mean, it was great. Yeah, I, also, I at I that Hard to that Kill event. At
0: the beach. Because I was at, in Ocean City, but there was no way I was going to miss talking to Mickey.
4: Also, at that Impact Wrestling Hard to Kill event, uh WWE sign guy was in the audience.
0: Oh, I remember him—the one. The, wait, <laughs> is he the one with the, the red? red hat? He, he
4: still has his red cap with the work shirt, the blue yeah. collar. Yeah, he was there.
0: I saw but, him in Rochester for some reason. They time. banned
4: signs from that event. I don't know why, but could they? They they the press release came out and they said fans were not allowed to bring signs into the building for some reason for that event. I don't know. Which is
0: funny because as you look at the match on the screen right now, as Kurt Angle's going up for a moonsault, at least on my screen, there's tons of signs in this arena. Yeah, what are I, your What are your thoughts on two well, questions I'd like to go around the room with? What are your thoughts first on them not having signs at events, and do you think that? social media has become the digital sign platform where people express themselves more on social media now, whereas years ago they would have written it on a sign.
4: I don't know. I, I like it, it adds to the, to me, it adds to the storytelling sometimes of like having that sign in the crowd. And I know like, um, I know when we, um, I'm going back to that Ric Flair, uh, oh, yeah. zoom call yeah. in 1992, there were no signs. So like, I've, kind of curious to know like when like who started the whole sign trend when it became a thing and then um and then like uh my 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 follow up to that is uh do i have a question for you all what do you what are your thoughts about like wwe like going out of their way to tell security <gasps> to like, remove signs from the crowd that like people have brought to kind of like a censor right. like censoring their crowd type type thing
0: frank if you or henry want so, to start what? i'll go last
2: yeah so real, real quick uh, you s- I just saw the moonsault, so what's your
0: time code, Michael? My time oh. code is uh 132 12 yeah. 133 We're 132 oh. 12. Okay, I'll go back because Kurt
4: Angle just hit the moonsault. Yeah, all
2: right. So, um, l- let's l- let's be honest. Um, the sign thing was fun, but having been to the amount of events I have been to, uh, it's not, not fun to get stuck behind some motherfucker that won't put it down yeah uh,
4: the ship gets old yeah. real quick and i've had i've um, had things thrown at my sign many a times for me to like put it down because i've been i've been that mark holding up a yeah. you know a sign so
2: i get i, I get it i mean i brought it i brought a couple signs here and there over the years um but you know well, I, and and as far as i understand why security like for instance when I uh, the last show i was at uh was dynamite in Boston in uh, uh October and somebody legitimately had a sign that said MJF is a fuck in the front row. Well and security's supposed they to be said,
4: checking those signs at the door, so you know Well he
2: brought it he had a Sharpie and he, he, he wrote oh, it there. there. Okay. So security came up and said, Listen, you can either change that to a P or you I gotta take the sign. And he gave the sign yeah. up because he didn't want to, see, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, and stuff like that. I get. Also, yeah, you know, there's been people that are stupid enough to bring fucking Chris Benoit signs places and, uh, bring mm. Owen Hart signs and and just being really stupid ass imbeciles that pay mu- that pay the. I mean, it's just stupid. So I get yeah. why security does it. I get why, um, all of that goes on. So, you know, at this at this point though. Like, like I went to, actually I went to SmackDown on January 7th. So that's the last show I was at. People had signs, but not a lot. Cause they did sign of the night during one of the commercials yeah. and it's mostly kids and it's mostly like Roman Reigns is the best or Roman
0: Reigns sucks. Um, you were saying about going hard signs. I think it's, it'd be not, it's one thing if they're in a positive light, correct? Um,
2: I'm not going to lie. I, I did go to a show, um, in around this time, actually, two thousand one, two thousand two, um, that said Owen Hart is still alive. And
0: uh, oh god, that's Owen, terrible. Oh, one of them,
2: one of them said Owen's death was a work. Oh my gosh! Um, that's, so that's I, terrible.
4: I, I get it. I get it. Well, like I want to get Henry's take on the signs. I want to like go back to a segment not in this match, but in the event that we didn't get to. Yeah, um, sure. Speaking because I want to piggyback off of the Owen's death was a work. See, I
3: I will say to start with because Frank Bruno before has told the story about how he shoved a four year old girl out of the way to touch Shawn Michaels.
2: <laughs> four year old boy,
3: get it right, boy.
2: Didn't you do that? Always telling that story, time, Frank. Once. It never gets old. Oh, oh my
0: god, <laughs> well, Frank! Didn't you do? Um, I thought you did something else too. Or was that I? The spit in a little girl's face. I spit oh, oh my god! That
3: must be why I mixed that up. We'll we'll come back to that during the rumble. I'm not I proud think. Of it, guys. I know that. I kid and rib because I love Frank. Anyway, I think to me, as long as the signs aren't extremely disrespectful and you're not
4: trying to Here we go.
3: Damn. You know, it seems weird to see him come out now. I
4: I, I know you guys can't see it, but man, I <sighs> Goosebumps right here just from this. I just <laughs> oh love Austin. It.
0: Love it. Then Austin
3: picks up Hebner and throws him back in the ring. So I've good. I've got an
0: Austin-related question for when we get into the Rumble match. It's something I posted um, on Twitter and got some feedback on that I want to share, if you guys don't mind. I think it would be kind of fun. It. Of course not.
4: So the the Owen's death was a word, Um sign that you were talking about from a troll that you know probably had no business being there anyhow. Um, mm-hmm. The women's match between um, – I know we didn't get to it in this – the show but china and um i think it was ivory ivory, ivory yep. yep i'm gonna go out on a limb and say that that injury uh was a work and not yeah, a shoot was. injury okay because i i i I'd not done any research on that so it was like that a, was a
0: storyline injury that's what i thought everyone or, or the i was like because <laughs> i
4: guess i'd forgotten about it for i guess one. i i guess i'd forgotten about it um until i recently watched it back just to kind of like prepare for the show and i said um so there's no way they would have like kept the camera like on the I just thought it was like in bad taste, I guess is what I'm getting to. Dude,
2: that that's yeah. how you know that's how you know sometimes that things are not
4: Yeah planned. Because I know like they didn't do the X, they didn't like do the X or anything like that, or you know, I, I just thought it was in bad Boy. taste.
0: The um, problem is I to, remember to a few times out. they've done the X in K Fabe, and I know that's really unpopular oh, yeah. because well. I think there was like a family ray Mysterio match one time where they did the X sign in was K Fabe. Okay,
4: oh, yeah. well, I just, yeah, I have no, uh, I have no time for, for that. And and real
0: quick, still your
2: WWF champion, Kurt Angle.
5: And just nails uh, Evner. Spoiler alert,
4: but um, Triple H is not, uh, not done here.
0: And actually, when we talk about, he's not. um,
4: uh, Well, it's two thousand one. I guess there's not really a such thing as a spoiler if you haven't seen the show. And it's twenty twenty
5: two. So I want to apologize to everybody because I jumped out several times. Um, my nine-year-old has decided that he doesn't like the sheets that he had. So I had to deal with that situation. Mm. Yeah.
2: You're a parent. I, I get it.
3: I think, when though, you... going back to answer your question, if a sign is respectful and or in a respectful and tasteful way, you are trying to communicate to the people in charge of a promotion via your sign Sorry. that there is something that you legitimately don't like that you'd like changed. I'm all for that.
4: But if it's but, son, if it's a sign but, that but, says, you know, Nyla Rose is this guy's dad, then yeah, we got to, you know, take it down. See, yeah, stuff like uh, that.
2: That, that, that. Yeah. That, that, that crosses the line.
4: That's yeah. Especially if you're going to, like, do it in the hard. I mean, you shouldn't do it one, but if you're
0: going to be, like, hard you're camera, don't
4: do it in front of a hard camera. Right. Yeah. He was hard camera, like, front and center. I mean, just, yeah.
0: To me, I think oh, the thing that people need to remember, and it goes back to what we were saying about, you know, work versus shoot just in general, is all these people are human beings. And that's one thing that I can say that I like about our platform here at Top Guy Theater is that we're so respectful in that, yes, we watch these shows. We might joke about things. But, you know, at the end of the day, we realize we're watching human beings. And that's why we try. I think we do an excellent job of highlighting the talent and athleticism that everybody has on all these programs, because I think that's something that's lost on a lot of people. Not so much now in 2022, because K-Fade's not what it was, but the characters you see here, and this might be an unpopular take. These are scripted characters in a setting. A lot of them might live their character, but at the end of the day, they're human beings that go home to their families. And that's why I think I relate to a lot of wrestling is you realize they're human. I don't know your guys' thoughts on that, but. So Just before, before we answer was an
2: that question, before we, before we answer that question, we're going to push ahead to I I changed it up a little bit more, Henry. So it's going to be we're going to push to one forty five thirty, which is the the very the start to the rumble. Um. So let, let me know me when are, you're all there, and
4: yeah, let me get there, and then
2: i And to to answer that that um we are all human, we all are fans, and. Um, we do live in a more sensitive world now which I understand that too but people's I, I feel like people's feelings and opinions matter and um you know not everybody wants to hear the bullshit that we there. have to spew go ahead henry
3: did you say 14540 or 14530
2: 50 wait 30 145 30. 30 30 let me know when you're ready and th- where this will take us to the end of the show it's yes. the
4: Royal Rumble.
0: I miss Howard Finkel.
4: Yeah, how same doing? here. How good was he? Uh, are we already I
0: love how he used to have the so mic good. that came down. You, like, uh, one more yeah, time. Sir. One,
3: one hour, 45 minutes, 30 seconds.
2: That's correct. Yes, I'm ready. All right, everybody ready? In I'm three, ready. three, two, one, play.
3: I also want to take just a moment... When I went shopping last night, I found a strange product on the shelf. Oh, boy. That Ooh. admittedly... Is it, it, it a sounded... lube? No. <laughs> it, it's an edible product, Frank. I don't think that's edible. Well, that me, That's good to know. Why that's good to know, I have no idea, but I'm going to move on for a second. I found this. It is a combination of honey and sriracha sauce. And I will Ooh. tell you, spice is not typically my thing. This is delicious.
0: That actually, and anybody good. within the
3: sound of my voice that likes both honey and sriracha should go out to their nearest store and buy a bottle of this and try
5: it on food because it is delicious. The Mike's Honey um, Hot, all right, hot honey. Excuse me. Not so, we've cannon. got uh, we've got is that Bobby Buchanan? Yep, it, it is,
2: is. opening against that's the one and two entrance here. This is my
4: personal his right? Bob Buchanan, how good would he have been as a WrestleMania headliner?
5: Well, I could tell you who got mad you, when yeah. uh, we predicted that Tank Abbott might come back this year.
4: Yeah, I saw that. <laughs>
5: How who, who to get got Vince mad? Russo heat, by the way?
4: Man, someone doesn't like uh, Tank Abbott. Vince Russo yeah. got mad at you.
5: Uh, yeah.
4: Wow!
2: At, at filter free podcast.
5: Uh, I believe it was Dave specifically, but yes.
2: Well, Dave, Dave, can, Dave can draw heat in the fucking Antarctica.
5: Okay. Well, he replied to Mr. Bro himself. Bro.
4: Bro. You were saying, oh. Well, the Montreal screw job was my idea, bro. Oh, boy. I booked so, it. I was in the while room. The, while,
2: the, while, the Rumble, while the Rumble's going here, HBJ, I want to ask you to talk to me a little bit about your fandom for the Hornet, Hornets.
4: Uh, I will go back to the Super Nintendo NBA Jam for the Super Nintendo. Uh, Why? Because you got to play as uh, Alonzo Mourning and Larry Johnson from the Charlotte Hornets, the greatest uh, era of Hornets basketball, in my opinion. Um, You got the teal and purple color scheme, also the best color scheme in the league. And – um, I just think that the Charlotte Hornets are the most disrespected, underrated team in the, in the NBA. And I just, I dig them and I'm glad that, uh, they're finally starting to get that notoriety and respect that they deserve. Um, so I was a big video game guy in the, in the nineties as a kid going out to blockbuster renting, uh, NBA jam for the super Nintendo. And that just kind of hooked me. And I said, uh, how cool is this that I live in, um, North Carolina, uh, near charlotte i wasn't living in charlotte at the time but how cool is it that i get to play on my like tv in my room as a team that i i pull for and i wish i still had it but um have you all seen the meme of that like i don't know why but at some point we all owned this and it's like the picture of the uh the starter jacket the hornets starter jacket. i had one of those and i wish i still had it because um it is a vintage item and it's really hard to come by now and it's super valuable on the uh like on eBay and sites like that, I had one of those. So good, and and so now
2: so we. I'm assuming you were devastated when they moved to New Orleans, or did, did you? Were you in Norton? Um, I was
4: actually. Fan? Um, given the uh uh, given the uh, current state of ownership from uh, George Shin and he, he, how like moronic and like outlandish his uh his uh, plan was for the city of Charlotte to pay for a new arena out of their own pocket. Like he didn't want to pay for a new arena, which is why they, which is why he decided to move the team in the first place because the old, um, the old Charlotte Coliseum was not updated. It had like a few luxury boxes, no suites. So he wanted something nice and lavish. And that was kind of the reason um, the team moved <clears throat> from Charlotte to new Orleans. So I was actually kind of glad because at least uh, at least uh, being in new Orleans meant that, you know, they wouldn't be owned by, by George Shin, or uh, they wouldn't be owned by George Shin for much longer after that. But I was happy. I was happy to see the team move out of Charlotte. I was not happy to see, however, the Bobcats come to Charlotte. That will forever uh, go down as one of the like the darkest times in Hornets basketball. Until um, and when the team came back, they actually got like the the Bobcats franchise like record, all that stuff back. I just. That that to me bothers me, but other than that, no, I was I wasn't hurt when they moved. I was just uh, I was glad that um, the city of Charlotte said, you know what, we're not budging. We're not giving in to some you know dirtbag owner. We're not going to build you a new arena. If you want it, you build it. So, no, well, I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't I'm glad they didn't give in to them.
2: I mean, you you do realize that that's the reason why there's no more Houston Oilers, right? You know but what, Adams, I've, but I've, Adams I've, I've wanted a not- new.
4: I've not done the research on the Oilers, but I've wondered, I've always wondered, like, um, I've always wondered the story behind that. But I've not. No, but, I, I'm not. But Adams at all
2: wanted. But Adams wanted a huge upgrade on the Astrodome.
4: Um okay. And I don't
2: think he wanted to pay for most of it, so he moved. He moved to Tennessee.
4: Yep. Yep. That that's the George Shin Hornets uh, story. He he wanted the uh, the city of Charlotte to pay. He didn't want to pay for the arena just because it was an old uh, old arena, which is now, if I'm not mistaken, um. Occupied by uh, shops and um, condos over, you know, where it used to be.
0: What was that arena called?
4: Um, the Charlotte Coliseum,
0: okay. over off
4: of Tybola Tybola Road here in Charlotte.
0: Oh, cool.
2: And where are they? Where, not where not are they too, far, not like too far crash?
4: from where. Uh, not too far from where Magnum Ta crashed his uh, Porsche nine eleven. Oh, yeah, not too far from that.
2: And HBG, what what's the arena called now that they're in? Oh, the Spectrum Center. So the Spectrum Center was built for the Bobcats, right?
4: It was. Yep. It was. Uh. Op- it was built for the Charlotte Bobcats. Yep. Hold here on We go.
2: Drew. Care- Drew Carey is entering the Royal Rumble.
0: You know what scares me? I have that same tracksuit, <laughs> and I'm not even making that up. So you just a Drew? Do you Carey look as boxy as, as Drew Carey
3: standing? does right here in that tracksuit, money, Mike.
0: Do I look as what?
3: As boxy?
0: Oh, I thought you said foxy. <laughs>
3: I mean to a certain class of people I'm sure Drew Carey in 2001 does look foxy
4: but so here we go I want to I want I want us to watch this botch right here real quick (laughs) I want us to see it here we go oh oh my god oh goodness oh
2: my I I never noticed that (laughs) oh I never noticed that that was pretty bad
4: yeah it was uh it was pretty bad man I just uh who would have oh, thought doesn't that... Drew, uh, doesn't
2: Drew eliminate the Hardy
0: Boys? Technically, according well, to
3: the table, well, they no, eliminate well, one another.
0: But right? I've always yeah, said they, that
3: Drew Carey eliminated these two.
0: And as we're looking at the Hardy Boys, I highly recommend everyone check out the Matt Hardy pod, the new The Extreme yes. Life. Oh, yeah. Matt Hardy, John so Alba, a good friend of our show, is doing a fantastic job with that over at Ad Free Shows. Yeah,
4: that's that's a good one. I'll tell you, my favorite one right now is that DDP Snake Pit.
0: Oh yeah, that's a sleeper. That's been it's a really so good. good one. That's yes, my current. I agree. That's my
4: current favorite one right now.
0: Goodness I agree.
4: Goodness. I just man, that's a the, different uh,
0: vibe than the other ones. That's that's I think my. favorite.
4: Like, yeah, uh,
3: acting like he eliminated them.
4: The snake has always like scared me as a kid because I've you know have a general fear of snakes, but secretly I'm and, a you know, Big fan, they and so doing, does
0: Jake. Oh, no. If you listen to the episode, he first thing, like I love he that he comes down. to Remember God. they yeah. talked about it on the one episode.
4: Yeah, I always like that story. Uh, I think it's from like the first season of Dark Side of the Ring, where uh, Jake was telling the story about how he put the snake on Macho, and he does the he does a pretty good uh, Macho Man impression. It was and his uh, voice
2: is so goddamn raspy, and he goes, right?
4: uh, he <laughs> it just it's so good. He's like, I love the this version fixed? of Kane. Maybe it is, and maybe it isn't. How about you let the snake bite you?
0: I don't know about <laughs> uh-huh. you guys, but I don't love this take, version of Kane. Don't take no serum, do. don't take no pills. Uh-huh. And I could have bought Kane winning this thing.
4: <laughs> you know what? It's, it's, um, it, Money Mike, uh, can we get into that question, or we're going to wait until Oh, later, no, we can. I,
0: Let's let's start it and if you want to start it so had uh, um
4: had Stone Cold not come back and won like I mean, you know, whatever, I thought yeah. like Kane for sure would have. I I feel like I mean this is to me Kane in O one is kinda like that Vince McMahon like prototype, like body type, I mean look. It's got like the physique. I mean I think he could have I think he could have won the uh the rumble here.
0: Yeah, I don't think sure. I'm, been, get, I'm you don't getting think on my been phone H. what I did earlier is I posted on Twitter um, a question for all of our Top Guy fans to kind of look at and evaluate. And it was, um, uh, do you believe Stone Cold would have won the 2001 Royal Rumble if he had, hadn't do been well. off for most of 2000 with his neck injury? And I really like your response to that. On his beard, guys. Do you think Kane could have won it if I not? I think Stone he Cold? could have. I don't see why he couldn't have.
4: I mean, I don't know if obviously it wouldn't have been a uh, the, the main event I think at WrestleMania would have looked a lot different. It wouldn't have been uh, I don't think it would have been um, I don't know. I don't I don't think Kane and The Rock could have had as big a draw as like Stone Cold and The Rock. So maybe the booking would have been different, but
0: so here's kind of like. So here's a rumble. hot take to kind of go off that. And I'd like to get your everybody's thoughts and the Hornets beard guy. You can start. Um, I think the rumble and it's my, I'm going to preface with, it is my favorite pay-per-view of the year. I love the Royal rumble. Yeah, I think it's lost some of its prestige in that the person who wins it now doesn't have to be a top main eventer. I'd love yeah. to get your thoughts on that. If that's a good thing or a yeah. bad thing. Um, and when do you, you think know, that
4: changes? this well this goes back to what we were talking about earlier about how it's been a Brock Lesnar or a Roman Reigns or a, yeah. there's really no surprise. I mean, I like the idea of having a like an NXT guy or bringing someone in that or like a mid-card guy or a low-card guy to, to win the rumble because at least at least then you you're not expecting it, but if like Roman Reigns wins or Brock Lesnar wins or whoever, someone that's, like, you're used to seeing, like, it, it, at uh, WrestleMania, I mean, that kind of sucks all the air out of it. Like, yeah, okay, well, that's not, you know, that's not a surprise. I kind of saw that coming. But Al
5: Snow kicking the crap like, you know, if, Al Snow would,
4: if Al Snow and, like, Raven would have been the last two in this thing, and, like, Al Snow would have gone over. I'd have been like, oh, that, that's okay. I didn't I didn't expect that. Well,
2: hold on a second, though. Hold on a
4: second. Hold on a second. I, I,
2: um, yeah. <laughs> I uh, I, you, like... you, you can't you can't tell me there's no way in I'm, you you mean to tell me if otis wins the royal rumble this year that i'd be surprised everyone's going to be excited to see him in a WrestleMania may event no
5: the person bad, good, I'd, bad, I bad,
4: I, I'd be surpri- i'd be surprised at least that would be a surprise
5: i'd be, be surprised a surprise, but i'm not gonna like it
4: but i'd be surprised
5: here's the thing otis was a fan otis is he's still not anymore but he was a fan favorite right so isn't he a current
4: he, isn't he like one half of the tag team champions right now though yeah Correct with
0: him.
4: uh shorty
2: Academy, I
0: think yeah. right now, yeah. him and gable sure. yeah yeah so but anyway but
5: the, I, the thing is is that like even when he was the uh he was the fan favorite he won money in the bank and they didn't know what to do with him
4: i feel like they didn't know what to do with that money in the bank match though that was, but, like, in the pandemic. That was in, like, the COVID era of, you know. Yeah, like they shot I thought they yeah. did a pretty good if job
5: considering.
4: considering. The creative Look, was definitely there, for sure. I hated made... the pandemic era. They were yeah. able to do a lot more. Yeah, like, the Thunderdome era, I guess we'd call it. Seeing, seeing, uh, HBG. Which you're I've been a part teacher. of one or twice, do you, once or
2: twice. Do you, HBG, do you want to call on Henry or a teacher? Henry had his hand up, so. are,
4: are, Is he oh. <laughs> really a teacher? Henry, go for. I'm sorry. I'm like I'm going back and forth between this. <laughs> yeah, he's a teacher. Henry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I want
3: to go back to something that I noticed for a second when right before Kane entered the ring while Kerry was still part of the Royal Rumble, he's off talking to Teddy Long, and I have to imagine that that conversation went something along the lines of, "If you don't do what he tells you to do in that ring, goddammit, it, you're going one on one with the Undertaker tonight." <laughs>
0: you sure he wouldn't be setting them up for a tag team match? Maybe Drew Carey and a partner versus the brother the destruction?
3: (laughs) But, I don't know. I think, to me, it adds a little more notoriety to it when a virtual nobody, like, take the four we got in the ring right now in this match. If Albert, for example, were to suddenly go over and win the Royal Rumble, I think it would be a legitimate surprise. It'd be obvious as hell at least on its face, that he's not going over at WrestleMania.
4: Right, maybe he's, he's not going be. over at WrestleMania, but he wins the Rumble, and then you're like, oh. i But at least you're giving those other – didn't mid- see that coming.
3: Yeah, and you're giving those other mid-card guys who might ordinarily not get noticed a chance at being the top champion.
4: Yeah, I didn't hey, see they're going over at WrestleMania, but at least they win the Rumble. I mean, you know, they can add that no, to their never gonna happen. resume. Never going to
0: happen. What never were your happen. thoughts on um, – I guess I'll ask a similar question as we're watching the Rumble match. I'll ask a similar question that I asked earlier about when the last time you were surprised was. Let's get a little more specific and we can go around the room. Um, when was the last time the Rumble match winner, in your opinion, wasn't blatantly obvious or predictable? And exclusively uh, the men's Rumbles because there's been more of them. We can talk about women if, you, if you'd like because there have been some surprises um, there, but I think
5: start with the men's. Ninety-two. What's that? 92? Ninety-two. How about, first, how
2: about the first one with with Axel Jim Duggan? Yeah, I don't count that one. I mean, I don't
3: know obviously, you count ninety-two. Uh, and and I'll explain my thinking here. When Flair showed up in like, WWE I, with the big gold belt that they wouldn't let him have on TV, he proclaimed himself to be the real world's heavyweight champion. At he Survivor was. Series, he helped he helped screw Hogan out of the title. Which he did. This Tuesday in Texas, he did the same thing to the Undertaker because he wanted to be champion. When the belt got held up at the to be defended at the Royal Rumble to crown the first undisputed World Wrestling Federation champion, which in and of itself is a lie because they did that at WrestleMania 4, But mm-hmm. I digress. It was obvious that the winner was going to be Flyer. They didn't telegraph it the way that it would be so obvious um, that they do now, but.
4: What about what about the uh, I can't remember the Royal Rumble, but it was the double elimination. Um, you weren't sure if it were Big Show or The Rock. I think like the both feet. They did
2: that. And they like did that Luger. in '94 to HBG with Brett and uh, Lex Luger. Oh, I, don't and I, don't, and I don't remember. And Cena
0: Batista. Remember the bot? I don't remember how
4: My memory, my memory of the double elimination, like that, I wasn't expecting because I'd never seen it before because I hadn't seen the '94 one at that point. Was the the Rock and Big Show?
0: was that animation? the yeah. 2000 Rumble?
4: It was. And actually, was it okay?
0: 50, so it was before this one. Okay. Yeah. I think that might have been a botch, actually, if I remember. Well, now I'm gonna it. have I to go back and watch the 94 Rumble because I don't, out I don't there think I've seen, seen the
1: 94
2: finish. Rumble before. 94 Royal Rumble live from Providence, Rhode Island. Okay, I covered
5: on top.
4: Uh, covered on the original iteration of Top Rank Theater. Okay, I'll, I have to. I've not seen that one. I will have to go and watch it.
5: So I say, I the reason I say 92 is that even though the belt was held up and even though Flair was there there was still a way to get the Flair Hogan program which everybody thought they were going to get and instead you got the Hogan getting tied up and then distracted and then sent out and then opened up for Flair to win but at the to- at the beginning um, I don't I don't think it was a possibility and Flair being in the first two wasn't that the first time that that had ever happened cuz Michaels hadn't done it yet that was later Mm. So that's why, you know, at that point, that was not common, right? Everybody else who won was later on in the rumble.
3: Flair was actually number three.
5: Oh, number three, mm-hmm. whatever. Well, hey, but hey, he no,
3: did wait. he did last 60 minutes, last which I think, an hour, right? the next yeah. time yeah. he got close and to and that, that was ninety-five be, when Michael started the rumble and finished it, to your right. point.
2: But let me uh let me throw out some ones that weren't weren't predi- weren't predictable, and that would be Vince McMahon. Oh god, damn um, that's <laughs> That's Ramus, Ramus,
0: oh. Mysterio Stereo Junior. Mm. Uh, I I think you could kind of tell with the way they gave him the big entrance with the low rider and what they were doing with him.
4: I, Eddie. I'm, I'm gonna Eddie, be. Eddie i was, was gonna say I I'm gonna, gonna be respectful. Happened. Yeah, I was gonna say like, if Eddie hadn't no have passed on, would
5: well, you, no, that no, Rumble
4: had been. Would, would Eddie have won
5: that Rumble? Yeah, no. that's what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. I okay. think. I
0: think. I, think was, I was trying to figure out a way to say like
5: respectfully. You know.
0: Oh no, and it's something that's been talked about on the podcast, so it's not really I was say, a the Bruce Pritchard podcast
3: with that that talked about Eddie Guerrero. Didn't he mention at the time of Eddie's passing that they were working on a program to make him world champion? They were.
0: They were. It wasn't necessarily. Everybody believed it was going to be the night in Minneapolis. But I don't think it. Would. Like, Bruce said that's not actually the I, case. Yeah. It's just going to be later on down the road. But I love that Rey Mysterio won it, and I thought it was cool to see somebody—not to say—but of Ray's stature, that is one you didn't expect because he had always been kind of pigeonholed in the cruiserweight division. It was kind of that to me was the breakout of Rey Mysterio as a main roster player. So that was an excellent pick. Well, really. while
3: not a win in the rumble, and I'm going to do this quick because the hockey talk man. Oh, coming. here we go.
4: Yeah. We got I think the
3: biggest crazy. surprise in any Royal Rumble that I can remember was it 2002 or 2003, where Maven accidentally eliminates The Undertaker.
2: It was no, 2002. The Undertaker just covered beats him almost to different. death. That wasn't an accident. Was that, was, that was that an that accident? I thought that was no,
5: it was, it was planned. That was planned. No, yeah. it was, I mean it was in storyline, but it looked yeah. like uh, like, see what wow. we
3: need now is Eric Bischoff to come out here and fire him.
2: Well, I just He's... love the fact that well we're we're gonna see it where uh. He's he's gonna take his own good chair good, uh, good 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 well, yeah. uh, chair. Uh, guitar.
4: Guitar. I, I wonder I wonder how come we never saw another like rumble with the weapons spot in the in the match itself. Because it's a no dq it's a like a no dq you know match what was
3: weird to me, I don't mean to cut you off, was it one of those trash cans actually had garbage in it?
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was pandering to the ECW crowd, I guess. I don't, geez, I don't think we're...
2: Just, I don't think I don't think weapons are necessary in the rumble. You know I mean, what? Looking kind of back, the, looking back the at the age this, of the hardcore um, title.
4: Looking back at this now, though, and seeing all those like chair shots and trash can shots to the head, I'm just like cringe.
0: Just, oh my god! I agree. Here's an interesting yeah. thought of how to change the rumble. You said weapons. What would happen if they did an extreme <laughs> version of the Royal Rumble where you started it and you had the ring just littered with your choice of weapons and. There you go. That was how you could start the rumble. I mean, I'm not a fan of it. I don't know. Oh think my gosh. And I, would I don't think power it worked, that rumble down, baby.
2: It? I certainly think you could work for Creative Michael. I'm just saying. That you was a
5: beautiful
3: guitar boost. shot. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, I got mean it feel, was uh, he did it so well all those years of giving him out himself and
4: Got to see uh, hmm. Jeff Jarrett give one of those to Matt Cardona also it's, Russell Cade, which was very fun to see.
0: Can we talk for a second about just what phenomenal work Jeff Jarrett is doing. Like I actually purchased the the GCW pay per view for tomorrow just cool. to watch his match.
4: How good is his hair still though? After all these years, man, he's got. I'm jealous. I gotta I say, GCW pay per view tonight. Yes, yeah, no,
0: tonight. It's tomorrow, the twenty third. I thought it was tonight. It's no tomorrow. So. Yeah, it's okay. not today.
2: Yeah, okay.
4: Yeah. I thought usually they. Okay, all right. Hmm.
3: The Rock beat up my sign. See, signs Still like Kane. that, I wish they had it every show because they're clever and
4: they look kind of neat.
5: No. yeah, He's on tonight. I wonder, um, Warrior Wrestling.
4: I wonder kind of why like Kane has been that one that Vince or whoever's booked to be the celebrity eliminator, like the muscle for the uh, celebrity talent, like Pete Rose, Drew Carey. Mr. T at the Hall of Fame induction <laughs> ceremony. I wonder why Kane. Just because even without the mask, he's still a scary dude.
5: Probably more strength, I would think. <laughs> yeah,
4: and note that he didn't say the honky tonk man, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> and the honky tonk. Well, I, 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 might be, I might be a mark for the honky tonk man.
0: I think might be because, because I play
4: guitar myself. I don't know.
0: You figure that was what Kane was known for? And he's was a ready for Crown of Champion of All spot. Time, baby.
5: I. Stop, I guess
3: sappy right there because I don't think he was. I think on a Mount Rushmore of greatest IC champions of all time, I could see myself including the honky tonk man. I really could. Unlikely you're
5: gonna say including yourself, the ultimate. <laughs> I was like, wait a <laughs> minute, I'm not
3: a sanctioned intercontinental champion
4: yet. Yes, <laughs> Let- yet, operative word there. Oh, yet,
0: no, you know, what? I let's think uh, if we get him in
4: here. It's no, Cody like Rhodes
0: as Intercontinental Champion. I loved his run. I like I liked, I like what he did with
4: the years. uh I liked what he did with the Intercontinental Championship uh you know bringing it back to the the white the white version the old like the old Yeah, color. I love that. I, hate I like the design that.
0: now. The design now I absolutely hate.
3: All of the designs that they have right now for the WWE Championship belts with the sole exception of the United States Championship that they inherited from WCW oh.
4: are pure oh, trash. Another good um that the the uh speaking on the subject of titles that title chase with the eagle the wing eagle Oh yeah, I still need so to good. watch that. So good. I learned so much from that episode. Yeah, Hold I need on. to
0: watch it. There's there's so much good content. I on forgot every about shows. um
4: I just forgot about like how many changes the uh that wing eagle like belt went through.
0: I'll tell you you talk about wrestle and I remember Paulie and Mike talking about that all the time which is another one of my favorites.
4: I say, there's a picture on my uh, my Twitter. I'll have to send it to you of me, uh, Pauly, and uh, J.D. Hoop um, from that weekend.
0: J.D. Hoop is another another fantastic individual. He's done a lot of He's work. He's so good. And, and
4: um, Josh Odom, too. We'll go and show Oh, yes.
0: Yeah, we mm-hmm. were just talking yeah. about that. You know, he really is, in my mind, one of the unsung heroes Of love free shows for all the stuff he does behind the scenes that we aren't even aware of. There's so many people like that. Yeah,
4: he wears a lot of hats for sure.
0: Let's have fun for a second here as we're watching this great match. And this is a, I'll admit it a little bit more of a silly question, but it might be fun. Um, Who do you think would win... And ad-free shows rumble. If we could put everybody from ad-free shows that are talent like podcast talent or ad-free shows staff, who's coming out of that thing victorious? Rick Flyer. I must say Mans Warner. Oh, I didn't even think of Mans. See, I, oh, man, I, I, I
4: he'd do it gotta, a, he'd do it holding a can of PBR and a, you know jean shorts, too. Good god. You're right, and that image is just fabulous. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're,
0: you're not wrong.
4: <laughs> I'm gonna say Mance, Mance Warner.
5: Hmm. This is what, fight
2: what, 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 what is what is what is what is Mance
5: Warner's gimmick? The everyman. A tough man. What is
4: he's the, the uh, you know uh, well Blue speaking top. as a uh, speaking as a North Carolinian. Who's uh, known many of people um, similar to Mance Warner? I think it's just the uh, the working class blue collar style, you know, that he. I, I can't really explain it as I'm trying to. I'm trying to justify Mance Warner while watching this rumble match. I think it's just the appeal. He just, you know,
0: he's a blue collar um, badass. That's relatable. There you go.
4: Well, thank you.
0: See, gonna, it, th- so were, right there. Did you see it? Did you all just see it? Yeah, that did yeah, kind of glitch did. out. I wonder what, what what is
4: that.
2: They must have cut something. They had to. I have wonder cut what something. though.
4: I wonder what, the, uh, what. Now, now I'm curious as to. I want to. I want to go and um, on my own time and do some research to find out the VHS
0: somewhere. I could get out my old VCR and look.
4: It went to
2: black. <laughs> I, I did want. I, I wanted. Yeah, and then it, 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 I feel like it, it went back a little bit. It right? went back. Yeah, a tad. It did. Yeah,
5: it did. Because this already all happened.
4: Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, yeah I don't know. That's what I was want. I I don't know. Is that just like a? There's there's and Peacock
2: trying to rewrite history again. They, they
4: no spend so much time editing out like Freebird performances of old WCW events. They you know neglect to fix the uh the editing of the. This rumble match here. Did
2: did anybody notice the sign that said, "Hey Rock, would you like a slice of my pie?" And and I it noticed it enough that
4: it said Rocky. Fucking. Fuck. <laughs> um, yeah, see some of these signs are just so fun to look at.
2: HVG, uh, I wanted to ask you a little bit how your how would your fandom for wrestling come about?
4: <laughs> God. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, it was in the like the height of my the height of my fandom is like the 90s. I just remember. Well, it goes back further than that because my grandpa, you know, swears up and down that he used to sit me in front of the TV and watch old like uh, Jim Crockett stuff. But of course, I don't remember that. Um, but like in the early 90s, like Bret the Hitman Hart, like that uh, that SummerSlam match between um, uh, who is it? Uh, British Bulldog and Bret the Hitman Hart at Wim- at uh, Wembley.
0: Yeah. There,
4: that match. 20th the anniversary
0: then, like, of that this year.
4: Yeah, that 30. match, and 30. then the. Um, oh, thank you. One of my you. favorites. Uh, one of my favorite Bret Hart matches is when he would face uh, Owen Hart. I think it was also at a. Summer I think it was also at a 90, SummerSlam. SummerSlam.
2: Yep. SummerSlam '94. The poster right here in front of me. Yeah.
4: So yeah. Was that was, also was in just,
3: Providence, Rhode Island?
4: Yep. It was. It was, it was no, right that was in that, Chicago, like, Illinois.
2: There, Henry.
4: It was right in that era of like wrestling, like WWF, especially. I mean, I'd watch like some WCW, but. I'm just, um, I'm really fortunate to have lived, you know, through the like Monday night wars, like grow up in that attitude era, like Monday night Wars, switching back and forth between raw and nitro um, stuff. So just, yeah, just, just seeing, seeing, um, guys like Bret Hart and, you know, British bulldog and Lex Luger and, you know, like, or the one, two, three kid and just guys like that that just fascinated me. I was always like fascinated with the, uh, I always had a like a, I always clean more towards the uh, like the cruiserweight, like the the smaller guys, rather than like the big, like with the exception of Lex Luger, with the big like guys like Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior. You know, I always I don't know why I like the like the smaller guys rather than the big muscle.
2: Just the style reference, in the
4: 90s. yeah. Seeing I mean, like and, and 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 just the like <laughs> like the cartoon stuff as a kid, I just thought it was I just enjoyed it seeing like the gimmick. Like the cartoonish style of the WWF back in the day.
0: Do you mind if I piggyback off something you said? Because I have another question that I always like to ask people because I feel like everybody's got that person that got them invested in wrestling. Was it your grandfather, grandfather for
4: you? Yeah. Yeah. Because before he, uh, before he passed, he had a, uh, he also had a VCR uh, with like old recorded like JCP, like mid South tapes and he swears up and down i mean of course he's not around for me to ask him for sure but he's like yeah you know i'd sit in front of the tv and we'd watch jim crockett and guys like magnum ta and dusty Rhodes and rick flair and ricky steamboat <laughs> but i just i don't know to me that that era of wrestling doesn't stick with me as much as like the 90s like i'm not opposed to watching the, the 80s go ahead henry
3: I don't mean to cut you off, but you, you said something that I want to ask about real quick. You mentioned we we were talking a second ago about SummerSlam 94, the matches with Bretton Owen Hart. Do you think, if given the opportunity, that Owen Hart could have made a decent WWE champion?
4: I think he could have. I mean, of course, like that's just the hypothetical <laughs> hypothetically, but uh. You know, if tragedy hadn't befell, you know Owen Hart at the at the over the edge pay per view, I think he for sure could have uh, won a rumble and went on to had a really good run as a, a WWF uh, or WWE champion. Or even if you were uh, uh, around today, I think he you know make a hell of a trainer at either the Performance Center or you know working with with these young guys now. I'd for sure. I think, uh, matches
0: he could have? I think cool. Owen,
4: I think the career of Owen Hart was definitely cut cut too short
3: for sure because they talk about in the Dark Side of the Ring episode where they explore his untimely demise at Over the Edge, they talk about how his contract at WWE was set to expire right around this time in 2001. Now, mind you, in 98, 99, they weren't using him as a top draw, but go back one year to this same time period in January 2000 where I think we saw him already. I think Saturn was in this Rumble. Yeah, he was. Where Dean Malenko, where Eddie Guerrero, where Chris Benoit... All of them suddenly jump to the WWE. You've got Kurt Angle starting man. to make his rise. Can you imagine the kind of matches that Owen Hart oh, could have man. had with oh, all five, five of those play. guys, to like
4: Kurt Angle and Owen Hart? Man, that would have been so good.
0: Yeah. And not to say one of the things mm-hmm. that you could do is reignite the USA versus Canada feud if you wanted. Yeah. You've you could, got yep. the Canadian hero now, Owen Hart, against the American Olympic. Oh, World that United. would have been such good storytelling.
4: That's good shit. Yeah, that would have been good. I mean, just
0: something, just something to think about. And that would have been so good. I, I don't know if we want to mention mention this, or, and if Frank, if not, you can cut this part, but I just think it's wonderful that, you know, this year in 2022, we're going to get to see Owen's legacy live on with the fantastic wow. work that they're doing in AEW.
4: How is it here yeah. that why would Kid I want, Quick why would or R-Truth, he looks the same now as he did back in his 2001 Rumble? That's our truth Yeah. That's Kid Quick. It's amazing.
3: Oh, to I think forgot. That he... about 18 months after this, he becomes NWA
4: champion. That's Kid Quick.
0: I forgot he was in the Also at the uh he was at the uh
4: he was at the Spectrum Center last night. I didn't see him, but he was he was there. He was down there.
0: Yeah, I forgot about that, but he and you talk about I forgot that he ever
4: went by the name of Kid Quick. I always knew him as K Quick.
0: I love his R truth character. He's somebody I think you could have had have at least one run with the WWE title. I honestly believe when he did that heel turn in two thousand eleven, I think you could have gotten maybe maybe not a long run. Yeah, I mean he months. had that
4: one match with uh he had that feud going with John Cena back when they did that uh he had Crunch legit heat. Interview. He yeah he had heat.
0: legit heat I gotta
2: I I gotta kick out a little Jimmy, I'm just saying.
0: Little Jimmy, yeah. We've actually got one of our friends we call little Jimmy. Yeah.
4: He, he he signs mm-hmm. on the Zoom calls as Little Jimmy, doesn't he? he yeah, and
0: ones. he he we've had him on the show too. He's he's another fantastic person. We, that's what I like about the community. We've got really good people here.
3: It is worth noting that in addition to our truths, Two Reigns is the NWA World Heavyweight Champion. He is also a fifty-three time WWE twenty-four-seven champion.
4: Yes, he's the most th- reigns th- by any th- single th- most th- person th- of any, of, list. any ti- <laughs> of any title run, really.
2: The <sighs> that is by far, by there far
4: go.
2: the stupid.
4: Oh my god! A lot. Right, to sense are getting a lot of, a lot of. Let's see. We've seen all members of. We've seen the entire faction. It started with Bobby Cannon. Well, good father, not the Good because we good skipped part. that match. But Stephen Steven Richards Ivory has been on their card. I need Chief, uh, Chief Morley,
0: or yeah. I honestly think I would have fit into right to censor. I think I could've fit into that group <laughs> in that outfit and try to tell Let's people you, uh, so
4: far you we at least know you've you've owned uh two uh items worn on this show by Drew Carey, so that uh that leads me to believe that you've either cosplayed as Drew Carey before or you right. or you plan to the, the glasses aren't quite right for it.
5: Hall- That's true. Right. Yeah. My glasses Halloween style.
4: There you go. He also has a Scooby Doo costume in his closet. You need to see oh Money Mike goodness. and our uh, <laughs> <Jerry crack> Drew <dude.
3: laughs>
2: <laughs> Okay. Side. Right. Okay, hold on a second. Ho- hold on a second. Time the fuck out. You have a Scooby Doo costume in your closet. Why? Uh.
0: Hmm.
2: Why not? That's the question. So, why not? Why not?
0: I can actually explain this. At my work, we have um, we always do something for Halloween, and this was pre-pandemic, back in two thousand nineteen. Me and my office friends thought, hey, let's do a group. We had a costume contest. We wanted individuals to go as a team. They said, hey, let's be the Scooby-Doo gang. And I got stuck being Scooby, and they wanted me to wear a full, like, the you know, like the furry Scooby-Doo costumes, like the full costume. I said, there's no way I'm doing that. I went on Amazon, and I found a jacket. And it was like the top part was a Scooby-Doo, and it had a hood with ears, and I wore it. And then I wore it to, we did a little get-together this year around Halloween virtually, and I wore it to that, and I busted the zipper on it. But yeah, I have a Scooby-Doo jacket in my closet, and you wonder how much that thing cost? Like $80. Wait a second, why wasn't
2: I invited to the Halloween gathering?
0: You were was in our group oh, chat. Oh, it got
2: it got very very No, see, I'm not a part of that group chat anymore. I thought you were. No, I haven't been a part of it for a while. I actually I wasn't I was during Halloween, but um so I mean, I'm you just, sneak out that's I'm the real feel- question.
4: How good is William
2: Rebo By the way, I just you to you off, we but... need
0: to do actually, Frank. We should we should do a Halloween Havoc costume party on here. There we should go. do like pick a Halloween a, Havoc a we could costumes Only if we can do Halloween Havoc
3: 1998 and watch the whole thing again from start to finish live. That no. show is still
5: no. going on today, mm. which why is, is why we to have to do Chef it 10 10 again. 10
3: then the old show will stop, and the new one, the new improved, better version of Halloween Havoc 1998. will no. be like the Energizer Bunny and just keep going and going and going and going and going.
5: I'm fond of that no. show because that was the first time ever I was on Top Guy Theater, believe it or not. No. That's why I'm fond of that particular TV. But, but, I do not want to watch I, that show ever again.
4: I
2: just I remember that, that, like, we, we, caught, we actually that bought we that picked? show.
5: My brothers, yes.
4: like, purchased that show. And we were just, we were upset <laughs> at the ending because as you all know that's the that's the one that you know cut out due to due to time
0: oh i got a story for you on that Do you want to hear a story on pay-per-view ending early so i yeah. actually have satellite still and just this past summer i bought SummerSlam 2021 through dish network and i wanted to watch it <laughs> on my big tv oh, and it ran over the allotted time of the four hours and it cut out in the main event. My screen just went black. I'm like, I thought the TV shut off because I had a sleep timer or on. I'm like, oh my gosh, the pay-per-view ran over. I had to finish watching on my iPad.
2: Oh, wow. Where, um... Okay. I didn't realize they still what did that. The... I didn't realize.
0: You, so you paid $50 dollars for SummerSlam when you have Peacock? I did, I did, because I wanted to watch my big TV. Well, he's a, he's you go right, out you know, and invest in Roku. Right. He's, it's he's like over 30 here,
4: bucks. Look. Money Mike is just flexing on us, okay? He's just saying like, "I have the fifty dollars, I have Peacock, peacock, peacock. in." He's very
0: bougie. The, right? I'm not Get bougie. A Roku. I'm old school. Hornet's beard guy. I still use Where? money orders to pay people things. <laughs> Because
3: he's stuck permanently in the year eighteen sixty seven.
0: First, first, you say
4: like you, you're telling us how like, young you are, but then you're also showing us how old you are because you're still using money orders.
0: Well, what they don't tell you is I'm a fifty five year old trapped in a twenty seven year old. Right. <laughs> he's a he's fucking. So, uh, uh, go
4: how good was Test here, guys? I mean, what what could have been like? He had a good look to him. I think he could have. I think his run. SW I w. think his biggest problem been.
0: was being in the feud with uh, in the Stephanie storyline. Yeah, how, that kind of killed his character. That, but ki- that did kind of derail him. Think if they'd come up with an ending for that, where Test was the main part of the story, how could that have played out? It stopped
2: him, him because
4: Kitty out? has claws.
2: Are you playing with your kitty?
4: I got an idea. No,
3: <laughs> my. Ha- I- I sometimes mess with things on my desk, C-A-D-D and me, and I started playing with my pointer.
0: Actually, Miss Kitty reminds me of Jerry Oliver's one wife, and this would actually be the last pay-per-view until Vengeance 2021 that he would call. Unless did he call? He didn't call No Way Out, did he? I think Hayden called No Way Out. What's that? The pay-per-view, because Jerry Lawler left the company for a while in 2001. Yeah, he like, sure did. Thing, was this the last one he called before I think vengeance? he was
3: part of No Way Out. And okay. And he came back the night after Survivor Series when they fired Paul Harris. I knew
0: when he came back. I couldn't remember if he so, was.
4: So, does anyone know the story here about Big Show's return? He was yeah, in WWE, right? To, they,
0: they sent him
2: to OBW. He was too big, he was right? Back. He was like, Yeah. Okay. yeah.
4: He was almost unlicensable as a, as a wrestler, much like uh, Yokozuna, right? Yeah, pretty much, yep. And they sent him to OBW. Okay. Well, I don't think
2: it was Yokozuna-like, but I think that they were just well, – Oh, it was athletic.
4: pretty – I mean, I, I know that Vince was pretty they unhappy with his uh, his physique, and it was – I know that the athletic commissions to uh, sent something saying that uh, Big Show was pretty, pretty close to being unlicensable. Um, but if you look at him now, I mean, he looks, he looks pretty good.
0: I'd love to see him work more in AEW. I really would. That might be an unpopular I think he, when he
4: came back, he changed his, uh, he changed his choke slam. Now he's going down to, uh, to both knees here. I don't know if that's, uh, like for his sake or for like the safety of the, the guys in the ring.
3: Oh, we are actually running out of entrance here, ladies and gentlemen. Big show is number 23
4: on the list. We're getting pretty close.
0: So so do you when, guys mind if I uh, take one second to read a couple comments from our people from Twitter earlier today? Yes. Please please do. Please do. So thank and thank you so much for being contributors. And honestly, Hornets Beard Guy, thank you so much also for coming on tonight.
4: Well, thank I you hope for you're having, having me. I,
0: I hope you're having a good time and hopefully I'm you'll be the best. Be willing, this is so much. Hopefully fun. you'll be willing to come back again. This well, I hope I
4: you know, I hope it doesn't take as long to have me back. <laughs>
0: Um so Andrew was. Hermes, third year at 30 year super fan said said that he thinks that Stone Cold would not have won the Rumble because the Rumble was the capstone for the comeback. It was like the finish of the comeback to set up the WrestleMania 17 main event. So that's Andrew's perspective. Brian Harmaza, I apologize yeah. if I mispronounced your last name. I believe you're I know you're top guy. I think you might actually be mm-hmm. one of the newer top guys. You said that you put. I think he would have yes, only because the wheels were in motion for him to turn heel. Now he offers an interesting perspective that I think would be fun to discuss here at the end. He says he would have rather than have Stone Cold turn at um, WrestleMania. He would have rather seen Vince come out here and help Stone Cold win the Rumble, and then you ha- He the, said you yeah. could still have The Rock win the title from Kurt as yeah. a baby face, but then it makes the rock the baby face for the Mania match. What are your thoughts on that? I, I had to double, like that, a lot of that's kinda. a really neat perspective.
2: I, I like That's a great idea, actually. That's a I, really I good thought, idea,
0: Brian. That was an excellent idea.
2: That's. I think that's probably one of the better ideas I've heard, because I thought the, 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 the heel turn at Mania was stupid. So Doing it here, going in with a clear heel face match,
0: is, is yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And here's that, not his That's hometown. really good. Yeah, that that was phenomenal, Brian. That I And I think, too, it solves the problem because you turn him not in his hometown or home state. I agree. Because they tried to turn Austin Hill yeah. in Texas.
2: Yeah. Yep. Houston, Texas,
0: home of the Estrodome. That's where that show was, actually, too. But that was a – yeah, Brian, that was a great – I just wanted to bring that up because I thought like, I had never even – of all the possibilities I thought of, I never thought of that. I, it's yeah, Mark I the Biker.
2: Gonna, Here comes Mark I the Biker. I was just going
4: to go off and say that, like, this version of Undertaker was also one of my favorites. I love the the big evil, like, motorcycle riding, like – I did – Memphis <laughs> did, rolling entrance music. I think he picked so the good. perfect time to reinvent himself, honestly. He
1: did.
3: Yeah,
2: I'm. I'm glad he went back though. Honestly, well,
4: I, I tell you what, popped me was that uh, that that boneyard match. Oh god, yes. uh, when he came back uh, as as this this version, that popped me. I don't I say love what you that. will about I it, was but happy to see
2: that, go ahead. Man. Man. Why don't you like that match, Frank? I do think cinematic matches are stupid as fuck.
1: I, I, I loved it. I, I
2: wanted it. to see. I wanted to see the Fiend versus John Cena. I did not want to see that stupid ass movie they made. I wanted to see Undertaker and AJ Styles in the ring, not the stupid. And, and I understand they did that shit simply be I think that it, the both of them would have been in the ring had the pandemic not happened.
0: Oh yeah, no, but, it, but I thought oh, it was the best. It made it a I, different WrestleMania. I've campaigned before. I want to do a watch along on Top Guy Theater of WrestleMania 36.
3: I I will be honest with you. I I, I, I am not a fan of the scene of the scene fiend Cena match at all. But I think I, can
5: you
2: can call it a fucking match. A match. I don't
3: think you can. But the boneyard match that the Undertaker had with AJ Styles, honestly, I like if, it. If, if that if that match was intended to be his swan song, and it was to the limits of what he could do. For what WWE did to put that match together, I didn't hate even,
0: it. I loved it. Even and before I also liked uh, the Money in the Bank one that we were talking about, uh, earlier. even season.
4: before we, we saw those yeah. uh, cinematic matches pop up in the WWE, like the the ones that the Hardys were doing, you know, over at, uh, at Impact, were I thought those are pretty entertaining, and I liked that yeah, I nope, kind of find watching. it funny how like WWE. I mean, at one one time they didn't acknowledge the competition, but then for them to kind of borrow that style of you know, match
0: from. Well, and if you remember, they did it before Hornets Beard guy because didn't they do some one time with the Wyatt and the New Day like at the compound something that before like was that, before,
4: was that before the uh that was before the uh, the Hardys
0: Boneyard. yeah no no that was after like Hardys that. but it was before Boneyard so Boneyard okay. wasn't the first cinematic one but I'll I'll tell you yeah, as much flack um, as this... um
4: as much flack as the Thunderdome era of WWE gets I still say they created some pretty uh pretty memorable moments.
0: I think, I think the uh, Thunderdome that, in it of itself was very innovative, especially when they got out of the performance center. But yeah. I still think, I still think even that first, and here's a side story, but it ties into what you were saying earlier about your grandfather got you into wrestling. The pandemic era of wrestling was actually the last time I got to watch wrestling with my grandmother because she passed last mm. September. So for me working from home and I would listen to podcasts, watch wrestling, and kind of keep an eye on her, that's why I'll remember the Thunderdome era so gotcha. fondly. The Boneyard that, match that was actually that the last match. I can match. love,
2: it.
1: I
0: can love and respect cool. it. The Boneyard yeah, so match can... was actually the last match. I still remember to this day it was Here we go. room, which is now my room. The Boneyard match was the last match that I it months later when I aired on SmackDown, it was the last match I ever watched. I that with her. So that that cool. will always have a special place in our archives. Showing it to her, and I'm like, oh, remember we used to go see Undertaker? So yeah. And I just the only reason I brought that up was you talked about your Where's grandfather, your and any chance <clears throat> we could talk about family members in wrestling, I was trying to mention yeah. her because I think yeah. she'd love seeing what I'm doing now. Oh yeah. There was one thing I noticed. She would probably even want
4: to be them. on Top Cat Theater. I bet.
0: Oh, she'd have so much fun. I'd I'd have her on all the time. Go ahead, Henry, go ahead.
3: Circle back for just a second. Yeah, absolutely. I wonder so, of The Undertaker and Stone Cold Steve Austin in this match, which one of them gets the bigger pop when they come out? Because it seems like the crowd reaction to both is almost identical.
4: I, good point. Yeah, i popped equally for both. Um, Even now, watching it back, I still got seeing Stone Cold. Anytime I hear that glass shattering, like seeing Stone Cold run down the, the ramp, I get goosebumps, man. I don't know what it is. It's just...
0: It's so good. Ask another question, because you actually, Henry, made me think of it. We always say in this era that um, Rock, Austin were 1A, 1B. Where does Undertaker fit in? Can you make the argument he's 1C? Or is he still a level, quote-unquote, below them in this time frame?
3: I would say that the Undertaker is a level of his own.
0: I wouldn't say that...
3: You you said Austin Rock or Austin Triple H?
0: Austin Rock.
3: Okay. I would say that The Undertaker is a level of his own. (laughs) Okay. Like, I wouldn't say he's a 1A. I wouldn't say he's a 1B. I think if you need him to be, like Kane and a couple others, you can maneuver them in where you need them. Yeah.
4: But they don't need to be the, quote-unquote, top, top guy. I want to – this is going to be probably taken out of context in some way, but I kind of see the undertaker as being somewhat of like, like an enhancement talent, but not in like the traditional sense. He can make
0: like other guys.
4: He's trying to like, he can, he can be that guy to like make other guys like a maven. I mean, like being eliminated, like doing the job or doing business, not in the traditional sense of being an enhancement talent of like a Barry Horowitz or like a George South or whatever, but he's there to like, make the careers of, like, these younger guys, you know.
0: A weird guy, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that's my favorite take I've ever heard on Top yeah, Guy Warp. Theater, because I would have never thought you'd hear Undertaker and Enhancement Talent in the same yeah, time. You it, know it, what? It's, a weird, it's like so a weird, right.
4: It's like a weird form of Enhancement Talent, but like, no, not in the traditional right, sense, though. in the way of, like, he can be there to, like, well, I was the guy that eliminated uh The Undertaker at the Royal Rumble. I was the guy who ended the streak of the Undertaker WrestleMania, like, I was, there, like, he's, and and I think The Undertaker's okay with that.
0: You're so right, though, because think who he worked with and did jobs for in 2002, and he wasn't in the Hansman town, but he was brand new in his career with Brock Lesnar. Yeah. You look at even, I think this year is when him and Kane were working, like, with Kai and Ty, and it still worked. Yeah. Because it was The Undertaker.
4: I think a lot of these guys now, or, like, a Brock Lesnar can say, uh, well, I owe my career to The Undertaker because he did this for me, you know.
0: He admitted that in his book, Death Clutch. When nobody terrible. read it, it's a good read.
4: Here we go. I wish I had <laughs>
3: hair
0: like
4: his. Who uh, Who is it? Was it Ric Flair? Yeah, it was Ric Flair in the watch along. He said... Guys, uh, hang on. You know, h- hang
2: on real, real quick. Do you realize at this point in time, Haku is the WCW Hardcore Champion?
4: Hardcore Champion. That's right. I like what Flair said on Thursday. He said if, uh, you know, wrestling... Weren't a work like Harley Race would still be champion and Haku would have won the 1992 yep. Royal Rumble? Yep.
0: <laughs> Wait, so they had a WCW yep. star yep. on a WWF pay per view? What's that?
4: Yeah, he left. So
2: they had a, he, a he, WCW he, star he left, on a WWF pay
0: per view. Oh, he yeah, he was the a hard for champion here. That's crazy. Yeah, but I
5: just
4: love that. You know, Haku is like a, a real life tough guy, man. I wouldn't.
0: Time check for me, please.
4: We are out. I've got two hours. 07, 08, 09, 8, 9 10 10 11 12, Did you say
0: 237?
4: 23715
0: cool. 16 Thank you and again I want to apologize to everyone tonight for my coughing that's probably going to be picked up on the audio. I like how dare minute how
2: minute, how dare you be? How dare you have a cough?
3: How dare you be I
2: sick?
4: Mean, right.
3: <laughs> I know. I just
4: feel bad.
3: We actually are down. Haku is entrant number twenty nine. We have but one more person left to enter the two thousand one WWF Royal Rumble. Who's it gonna be?
0: What did you think of ten years after this when they added the additional ten men to the forty man Royal Rumble? They did that once. It what are your me, thoughts it was me. I was uh,
2: uh, I was at that show. I, was I liked Best the
4: Royal 40-man rumble. rumble. It's just more uh, more forearms to uh, to dish out. It's more and forearms I actually liked to chop. When
0: they did the greatest Royal, Royal, Royal Rumble in like Saudi Arabia. Forearm, I know a lot of forearm, people forearm, didn't, but I thought a 50-man Royal Rumble was cool.
4: <laughs> I liked the World War Three gimmick. WCW did oh
0: the multi ring the three the three
4: rings I thought that was cool I'm surprised uh, it was hard to follow though guys it
0: was really it was still fun
4: though like as a kid I loved all that like cheesy you know gimmicky wrestling like I liked the uh, the career era
0: so here's an idea what if you did this what if you had two rings like like at War Games but you don't have a for a double cage you do two matches. Simultaneously, and you put the men's Royal Rumble in one ring huh. and the women's Royal Rumble in the other, and you run them at the same time. The oh my only God.
3: drawback to that is that if you don't run it in a stadium where you would have the room on the field to theoretically do that, yeah. you got to find like, an arena how, to put it in where you have are enough are room promote? to put them side by side.
4: I was gonna say, like, we've already had what two of the big four pay-per-views go to like a stadium format. I wonder, like, how far off the Royal Rumble is from being. They're doing like, not even stadium. big
0: fours in stadiums. Well, it's like SummerSlam summer, and
4: summer, WrestleMania. SummerSlam summer, summer summer WrestleMania summer like is going to be... In, well, no, Royal Rumble's been in the stadium. Yeah,
0: has and been, Rumble's going to be in the old home of the St. Louis Rams. This,
4: no, uh, next has year. Royal Rumble been in... Which, which Rumble's been in the stadium before? Uh, the uh,
0: 19 and n- 20 have been in ballparks. Yep. 19 was in Arizona. 20 was in Houston. Man, like I'm, was, okay, was,
4: I'm, just, I'm lost on that. And... Here's oh, that the crazy Ashmore.
0: thing is they're putting non big fours in stadiums. Like money in the bank this year is gonna be out at Allegiant Stadium in Vegas. Is that right? Because yeah, SummerSlam
3: went so Summer's well plan. out there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they had problems. Didn't they have like concession problems or something with the wall? Yeah, they had
4: bathroom problems, I'd say anything problems.
3: Anything that could go wrong did go wrong,
4: That's which wrong they had they had uh they had like Wi-Fi issues, power issues. Um there was a lot of they had a lot of issues having well, the summer That, at that show Stadium.
2: sucked anyway. So
1: yeah,
3: well, I didn't get. Yeah, at yeah, least get anyway. out of the way before football season
4: <laughs> There's not a lot of um. There's not a lot of current like WWE events I'll watch, but the Royal Rumble is definitely one of them. WrestleMania is definitely one of them I watch. Um, see, I just watch because McMahon, I, every I just week. I always like, especially now, like the Royal Rumble, like just to see who's going to be in it, like the surprise entrance.
0: And some years they have really good surprises. My my personal favorites, though. See, I still watch Ron SmackDown on DVR. Henry,
3: I actually this time I'm not raising my hand because I have a question. We are down to our final five.
2: Sorry, I thought you had a question.
3: And, and Rikishi is about to murder The Rock.
2: Uh, actually, cool no, he you... just got
4: hit in the dick. Yeah. Oh, you're ahead. you're a little bit ahead of me then.
2: How
0: cool I'm at that you 15
5: yeah How I'm cool like four seconds ahead. okay you look at Rikishi and you see fight. like what the
0: Usos have done. I love that when you look at people like from here and you think, oh their kids are going to do this. It's like when you look at Ric Flair in Charlotte, it's just awesome.
3: you know I just yeah. had a thought yeah wouldn't it have been funny as hell we get to the end of this match. And Billy Gunn accidentally wins the Royal Rumble. Oh my it's god. Oh, man. Gold, Steve Austin.
4: Well, I mean he uh <laughs> was he team was he the Arena already right at this, yeah, this and point? Yeah, in when when like the ninety nine or the ninety eight
0: one? Ninety nine,
4: 99, yeah. So I mean for Billy Gunn to win the win the rumble, that would have been something for I'd tell you Billy Gunn still looks good to this day too. He could he could still go. He could he could show up at the Royal Rumble like next weekend, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I mean, to that happen, might... but... Oh, go ahead. I know that's probably not going to happen, but you know,
0: there's the rumors night... there might be an AEW entrant in the Rumble. Do you think there's any validity to that? I mean, it could be Moxley or Jericho. I think are my top two picks. People that have a company.
4: Don't I don't know about Jericho just because he's you know he was sour like he's he. His last run was. He
0: did do the broken doll session with Steve, though, which I could not believe, and they talked about eight. But you never say.
4: I mean, you never say never, so maybe. I mean, I like to see uh, someone like Lance Archer or that caliber, like in the in the Rumble. Oh, Hulk Hogan comes back,
3: starts at number one, and survives the entire Rumble. Who's that? Eliminated by Steve Austin. Hulk Hogan comes back for his final match. He starts at number one. Works through everybody else and then gets eliminated by Austin
4: at number thirty. The the belt, the the belt is on the line. Uh, The belt is on the line. Roman Roman Reigns wins. You hear Hulk Hogan's music strike, and he cashes in a uh, a title shot. Comes in, (laughs) drops the leg on on
3: me. This for
0: thirty five years. it in now. Drops the leg on Roman Reigns. (laughs) doesn't it work wins. for me, brother. I need the title. It wins the bell. Why did you
2: roll your eyes at that, Frank? <laughs> this all sounds fucking ridiculous. I'm just saying. Oh my gosh. Just edit it. Edit it. Out. And you know
0: what you could do? Is you could have Seth Rollins on the outside, like Bret Hart was at WrestleMania Nine, just pointing at him there like, you go, "Go, go get him!" I couldn't. I couldn't get him, um, but you will.
4: We're waiting on the last entrant. And Virgil's music just hits. He comes oh down
2: Virgil.
0: <laughs> wait, I thought of it. You know, you, know you don't he... he comes down
4: to so
1: like the, the like all of Brock and so whatever I hope he can get his win back twenty years oh,
0: later because he put over Brock in two thousand two. I don't think he ever got his win back, so that one is still on Hogan's list.
4: There you go. <laughs> we wait oh, at the Royal
3: Rumble <laughs> in number thirty, instead of getting a man, we have Becky Lynch come out. She clears out
4: the ring and wins the men's Royal Rumble. Oh man, (laughs) Ric Flair would have an aneurysm if that happened. (laughs) She comes down wearing the robe and like the Ric Flair's music. He
2: he was saying earlier the the other day that he didn't like the fact they called her the man. Is that what he was saying? Yeah, they've had some
4: banter back and
2: forth
0: about yeah, like legit. Like he was okay. I don't know if it's like legit or if it's
4: just like friendly back and forth or what. He might be actually like hot about that. I don't know.
0: I, I could see it. I mean, to me, it's two different. To me, though, the man in terms of Ric Flair is like the standard bearer, the gold standard of what you try to be. The man and when I think of Becky Lynch is just a badass. You know what I mean? Like, it's two different definitions.
4: Well, they have a, uh, a contract on the pole match between Becky Lynch and Ric Flair and whoever <laughs> – <laughs> no, he Charlotte gets he Flair fight, gets the rights fight for to the, the name. rights of the man. Right, he gets the n- he gets the, the rights to the name, the moniker of the man. Yeah, Charlotte. Wait Flair a minute,
0: stop! Time out!
4: God. Time out! Yes. Did you two go. seriously
3: just dig up a Vince Russo idea to have yeah, a contract not? on a poll match? Yes.
0: What's the big deal? It's brilliant. <laughs> I've got a better idea. If Charlotte <laughs> Flair's in the match. We can get the forklift that they use for Judy Bagwell, and I'll sit up there and I'll hold the contract, and she can rescue me from the tower.
4: I'm sorry, Frank. I've tarnished the good name of TGT.
2: You haven't tarnished anything, buddy. We've said worse on this show. Hell, oh, that was that- something we we were never able to show. So come on.
4: I know the show's just kind of gone off wait, the rails now, though.
2: Do you need to cut that out about the?
4: You're gonna need to do a lot of editing on this one until that much right now.
2: Nope, I ain't editing shit. <laughs> just the be, just the beginning There, where you I got
4: Mike up. coughing up along during his segment. You no, got a contract on, on paper. A, you got the uh, the possibility of a Halloween Havoc resurgence. Uh, That's not happening.
3: Wait a minute. You
4: know, uh, I got
3: one better. It's a Ric Flair on a Paul match.
0: <laughs> oh, oh my God. Rip
4: Flair's trophy on a pole match. Oh
0: my God.
4: The golden one.
2: <laughs> oh my lord. That's great. That's great. Good night everybody.
3: Wait wait a minute. Where where is that graphic? I gotta find it now. <laughs> Since I took over the podcast side, I now have access to all this stuff, but I never use it. Yeah, what happened to Except for tonight, when I've been running our banners. But where the heck is it?
4: Here we go. Wow.
2: Whew. Dick's on a pole. Anyway. Oh my God. Wait a second.
3: Before, before the enthusiasm from that dies, I found it.
4: Henry, that was good. Look, and that's not the, that's not even the worst thing we've seen during the era, the uh, Russo era of, you know, booking of WCW. So there it is.
2: Stunner. Oh, this is going to be Could a hard take. A stunner
4: back. the best between like The Rock and, you know, I don't know, The Rock and Scott Hall. I think St- Scott Hall took a pretty good Stone Cold stunner. Yes, he did. Rock, I think Vince Stahall
3: McMahon got to where he could take it pretty good too.
4: Vince, Vince can never take a stunner. I don't think Shane
0: takes a good stunner. If you watch, he Shane
4: does Stephanie and stunner. Linda
3: the one time I can ever remember him doing it to Linda? Oh yeah,
0: on Raw Homecoming. Oh yeah.
4: What a shot. Did Vince part of that mask
0: just break
3: off, or was that the chair?
4: I don't know. It this is tough. This, oh, is, this is tough. this is. And here go oh, he goes. We have a bell.
3: The match there is over.
2: All right, guys. Uh, we again, we try to keep this to two hours. We, we run over. Into, we've gone over, and that's fine. Oh well, oh it not. happens from time to time. So let's do it. Yeah, we just got a
4: little silly as all near the no, end. No,
2: that's the point of this. That's um, what it, it's supposed to be. It's shady shenanigans. Shady, shenanigans. So let's start shady with HPG. Your thoughts on Royal Rumble two thousand one?
4: Uh if I had to give it a grade, I would say uh, I'd say A minus, just because um. I think uh, if we're talking about like the overall uh, product, I think we could have gone without the uh, ivory China match, and I think we could have gone eh, I think we could have gone a little I, I don't know, I'm say a minus, just cut out all the rambling stuff. I liked it overall. it was good. it's good stuff. the uh, the highlight, my favorite match. Uh, that we didn't get to, uh, we cut out was the Benoit uh, Jericho ladder match, IC title.
2: Yeah, that was it. Was a good match. Yeah. We just, uh, Mister Money
0: himself. I say it every week I'm on here. This is the highlight of my week. Having these shows, getting to talk to people I haven't talked to. HBG, it was wonderful to have you on, Frank Henry, as always. I have a blast talking to you guys. It's been great, and I hope you enjoyed it. It was definitely a Royal Rumble to remember. It, it was awesome. I would give it, same grade as you, a minus. I think there's always room for improvement, but a, a really phenomenal show. Henry?
3: I think it looks nice right here at the close that Stone Cold is washing off all that blood with those Steve Weisers. Um, <laughs> I would highly recommend to those who listen to us to go back and check out the ladder match that we didn't cover tonight. We cut it out, unfortunately, because of time restraints. But overall, I would say this show so to good. me ranks an A+
2: um yeah you know looking back at this was actually a really good show i haven't seen it in a long time um i'm glad we covered it HVG. i'm glad you were here uh we're definitely gonna have you back we're gonna you know i had
4: not covered it
0: on the
2: fourth uh next live show we do we'll definitely get you in here um and on on that note Everybody, it's it's been another phenomenal week at Top Guy Theater. I wish I was happier and you know, Joe Burrow, you can go fuck yourself.
0: 14 WrestleManias A leg drop and elbow smash,
2: A body
3: slam! Are you ready to fight? One will survive.
1: Goodbye. Later.